you with your pants down as they say hey everybody welcome happy wednesday night happy mid november happy almost thanksgiving if you're allowed to celebrate it because the government isn't cracking down on you uh hey dave <laughs> and we're back hey it is a garage party night it's, the weather uh, is a balmy 45 degrees in minnesota 45 45 we are very happy that you're listening yes. to our latest episode of Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. That's, that's this one. This is yeah, the latest episode this, this right now. The li- one we're in. The one you are being violated in your ears hole, ear holes with. I'm Dave. Hey, I'm Ralph. And this is our little podcast. This is that's our little, right, the little podcast that could. That is us. And we are here to hopefully entertain you, hopefully educate you, hopefully get you ready for week... Uh, uh, what week is this? Eleven. Yeah. Week eleven. Hoping to inspire you. Are you not entertained? <laughs> uh, we are in the garage. It's beautiful, and uh, things are about to close down in Minnesota, so we're taking advantage. Yeah. Although I can't imagine you're going to stop coming over. No. I am not doing Zoom podcasts I mean, anymore. As long as you're okay with it and the missus is okay with it, I'm going to keep coming over. I'm certainly not concerned, my friend. Okay, good. If you're not concerned, I'm not concerned. And if people were really concerned, wouldn't it be shutting down immediately and not waiting three days? Yeah, well. Yeah, well, there's that. Yeah. How, Sorry. Do, you, how do you really feel I'm about it? I'm having a really angry day today. I'm going to try to focus that angry energy into positive fantasy football energy. But I, I'll be honest, it could be tough. I'm going to try to behave myself. Hey, Ralph. Yes, A Dave. lot went down this last week. You did? Uh-huh. A lot happened. Mm. We have a lot to unpack. <laughs> yep. We have a lot to unwrap. Yep, and? Gosh darn it, we got a lot to say about it. Yes. Uh, and I hear you have some more philosophical questions for me. Yeah, as you can see, I wrote them down, but I'm pretty sure I remember what they are. Because <laughs> um, I've, I've got a couple of good ones, I think. Um, and then uh, maybe I could start with this. The worst yeah. trader in the world. He strikes again? He's at it again. Oh, man. This guy just doesn't let up, does he? In the worst fantasy football league in the world, mm-hmm. the worst trader in the world puts his entire team on the block, as he is wont to do. He says that Saquon Barkley, Devin Singletary, and Zach Moss are available. 
And that all three are available for a good running back. Okay. Within... Okay, you see that. If if you have a good running back, you see that and you go, "Uh uh-huh. So within probably a half an hour, the trade is posted. Oh, God. Somebody traded him... Derek. Derek Henry, and he gave up Saquon, Singletary, and Moss for Derek Henry. And... I don't remember his record off the top of my head. He's not a contender. So it's not like... I just don't understand. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> so then I went into I went into a little bit of troll mode. Well, of course you did. And I said... I just did the stare... I just did a... You know, Bob's Burgers staring... Not Bob's Burgers. Um, yeah, gaze gaze. No, Good Burger. The Good Burger staring face. Oh, just, yeah. Welcome to Good Burger. Hello, uh, Good Burger. Yeah. Um, and uh, I did that face... And then one of the guys, the guy who I actually made the trade with, who seems pretty good, he's like, I knew our three dog 21 would have a problem with this. And I said, hey, I didn't say anything. I don't care. I'm just taking it all in. And he goes, okay, that's fine. And then I said, although I will say, because I couldn't help myself, I said, I will say, I hope the commissioner's keeping an eye on this. You know, make sure everything's on the up and up, making sure everything's above board. Because he did say that. <laughs> he's After... going to be keeping a close eye on things after your guys's trade he's gonna make sure things are on the up and up but these two guys trading these guys don't know each other outside of fantasy football circles so that it's, so it can't be collusion no <laughs> that we're hiding of, it that we know of true they could be hiding it uh and one thing i'd like to point out to our faithful listeners um make sure you know when the trade deadline is <laughs> in your league Ooh, yeah sleeper sleeper actually has bright red it's on top of, of your team it says after yeah. the games this week there's no more trading it's one of the things about sleeper that's really helpful espn yeah. just has it in the settings and it doesn't say hey the trading deadline is going to pass or yep you know how i found out I was going through uh, a couple teams. You probably clicked trade and it no, wouldn't No, the, the arrow it. that had the trade, you know, the trade insignia, it was gone. Oh, just gone altogether. And then I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Because I had been throwing it out there. You know, I had Mike Williams on the block. I had a couple quarterbacks on the block. I'm trying to get some picks for next year. And uh, it passed. But I will say... My my buddy Drew, who's close to the back end, was going. He said he was interested in who were the quarterbacks. Luton. I offered up Luton and Smith. And he said he was interested, and I just thought, oh my god, why would you trade for those guys? Why would you trade for those guys? Yeah. No, don't do it. Take your pick. Well, I mean, again, I I was just fishing, and yeah. Sometimes you fish and catch a. Uh, I don't, I got nothing. A got whopper. Nothing. There was there was something in there. There was like a proverb or something in that statement. But I and it would have been really good too because anytime you're holding a cigar and you give a proverb, it's smarter. Yeah, you're like a modern day. Then I'm a genius right you're now. You're like a modern day <laughs> Confucius. I don't know who that is. That's a big word. Did you know? Conf- I'm feeling a little Confucius right now, Con- based Con- on this conversation. Confucius say, "If you walk through turnstile sideways, you Bangkok." Oh my! Oh my gosh! <laughs> and we're back. Yeah. Uh, hey, Dave. I've hey, got Ralph. a I've got a mystery phrase for us this week. Oh, you do. And I can't wait. So I'm gonna have to have you step somewhere. You know, you could actually get inside the jeep. 
<laughs> Should I put this down? I don't care. The Jeep smells how Do the Jeep smoke in it? The Jeep smells how the Jeep smells. I don't think I've ever smoked in it, but I don't really, you know. I've never been in hey, enjoy, buddy. This is a good okay, game. everybody. All right, we're going to make sure make sure you Okay, make sure you cover up, Dave. Uh, that, I don't think they'd hear it then. Okay, he's, okay, he's, all right. All right, everybody. Dave is in the Jeep right now. He is, he's got his ears pinched, and it is time to reveal the mystery phrase. The mystery phrase this week is sexy Rexy. That's right. Sexy Rexy, as in Burkhead. We'll see if he says it. All right, Dave, come on out. All right, come on out. Now, did you hear what I said? No, but I will tell you what song was going through my head. <laughs> it's that damn promiscuous girl song. Promiscuous girl, you're teasing me. You're all I want. You know what's great is every, got what I need. every morning I wake up with a song stuck in my head, and they're the random, most random songs. Earlier this week, it was Ace of Bass. Oh, yeah. That was, but <laughs> this morning was... Sense. Uh, Promiscuous Girl. Okay. I'm a Nelly Furtado Nelly Furtado, fan. sure, yeah, in Timberland. Sure. Yeah, well, I'm more of a Nelly Furtado fan. She had abs for days. It's a true story. When yeah. I'm Like a Bird came out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fly away. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what else do we have before we get to, uh, what, before we get to games? So we got, we got playoffs right around the corner. Playoffs? Playoffs! playoffs. What, so what do we have, like two weeks? Depends on the league. It depends on the league. I feel like in Frozen, there's one week and then the double and then the double week. I'll be oh, honest. Oh, no. Double week's probably 13. I'll be honest with you. Not really paying attention. It doesn't attention matter to you. To You're a rebuild. Yeah. It just keeps getting worser and worser for me. Actually, in all my Fantrax leagues, I'm out. Yeah? Yeah. I'm looking forward to next year. Yeah. It's, it's kind I of can't a- even tell you what three teams I have and no I in team. It is... Oh, I know. No, I and team. I stopped paying attention. There's no benefit to losing, yeah. and and I all the best players are in. So I, I think going into next year, I think we extend it so that you don't have to monitor it. Like once your guys are in, yeah. Like Kurt, Kurt, you were right. You should have every single player from those teams on there. It should be pure best ball. You shouldn't have to make any decisions. Kurt was right. I was wrong. Kurt is smart. I'm in, I'm dumb. Kurt is beautiful, not, and I am slightly less attractive. You're not dumb. Kurt got it, and I will change that next year. I don't think we even need a vote. I don't think anybody's going to complain. I Let's mean, make it full best ball. Honestly, it was our first year doing it, right? You're gonna Things are going to come up. Even in our Roman League, things are coming up. So it's the first year of doing new stuff. So things that are going to come up. Yeah, we need to it's talk about happen. the Roman situation. That might be a good opening icebreaker here. Yeah. So we've got the uh, so Roman has the rookie auction, mm-hmm. and so the playoff teams will obviously get the least money for the rookie auction draft, and then the consolation bracket you can earn by winning the consolation bracket you get the most money for the rookie auction I am, draft. I am aiming for that, and well, yeah, me too, as well as my three minions. <laughs> <laughs> Of which but, two of them are going to make the playoffs yeah, and screw me over. But, that's fantastic. Um, 
you're fantastic. So uh-huh. you see what I did there? Yeah, I did. Uh, so so I have traded. <laughs> it's like I'm at home. So I traded for. Yeah, Dave was saying that his triplet boys have started going. Your face is your face is smart or whatever. Like just stupid comebacks. It's I mean, great. it's it is my fault. I, it is. I started it. Yes, these are it's Dave's kind of, kids. That's kind of my surprised. thing, but yeah. they're just taking it way too far. It's it's getting. And I'll tell them. I'm like, you're being annoying right now. You say they're taking it too far, but really. It's the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be how you use it should be like a work of art. It You're a work of art. It shouldn't just be used willy-nilly. You're used willy-nilly. Thank you. <laughs> I pride myself on that, actually. You would pride yourself on that? Okay, that was a stretch. So anyway. Your face is a stretch. So anyway, the question came up, and I it, and admittedly it's a little bit silly in my opinion, but... Uh, the, when you're trading before the dollars, before the budgets are established, you're trading for multiples of 10 percentages yep. of budget. So I have, for example, acquired 100% of Kurt's budget, 80% of Brandon's budget, and 80% of Joey's budget. Yes. Those don't turn into actual dollars until the season's over, obviously. Now, obviously. the question came up, if you trade away 100% of your rookie budget... Does that mean you make no picks? And I thought it was an interesting question. Now, the more and more I think about it, I think, okay, if you're asking that, you probably don't understand percentages. Because right. if you trade away 100% of your budget, you have, 0%. you have 0% left, which is no money, which means, no, you can't bid on no anyone. No mas, yes. The problem is I don't think that's established in the Constitution because I never even thought about it. Yeah. Now, my we have not... We've talked about it a little bit. I've talked about it with Kurt a lot because he's just like... Of, co- of course you don't get any picks if you trade away 100% of your budget. My argument would be that if you, once the dollars have been assigned, if you have none, mm-hmm. so let's say you win the $100 mark and you've traded 100% of it away, you have no money. Yeah. Once the dollars are assigned, now you can trade a player for any amount of dollars. It doesn't have to be multiples of 10. I like that. Even if you did like a really crappy player for $1. You're in. That means you can draft one player at the end of the draft, and that's something. Yeah. So my theory is what I think it should be. I don't want to... Like, I don't want to turn anybody off to the whole process, but I'm thinking... If you traded away 100%, why are we now giving you picks at the end? It seems a little weird, yeah. but it wasn't established. Right. However, we did also lay out that we will make decisions for the for the best, you know, for the good of the of the, the league. Betterment of the league. I think you could make an argument either way in terms of doesn't in, doesn't inspire. I, I think in one situation it could be discouraging people from tra- trading away a lot of their budget. Yeah. Because they won't have any picks left. But on the other hand, I think once the dollars are established, it would then encourage trading because people would want to get back in. Uh-huh. And I personally, like if, if you know, Billy McBobby wanted $5 and there was some young player on his team, I'd throw him $5 for a young player I, I like who, you know, yeah. who doesn't have a lot of, um, you know, who doesn't have a lot of, uh, you know, appeal or whatever. Yeah. So sure, 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 sure. Um, so I don't know. We've got that decision to make. But it just goes to show, even when you think you've planned this out really well, especially when you're doing something that you've never really seen done before, it is hard to think of everything. Yeah, and the one thing I thought of, too, is because it's such a unique format that we have and uh, it is, you know, it does leave it open to interpretation, kind of. Um, you know, we could do like a snake if anybody wants, kind of get the the runt of the uh, 
of the draft of all the rookies uh, at that point. Once everyone's gone through all their budget, their auction dollars, and if they didn't have any at that point, they could try to get somebody through a, like a one-time snake type of draft. I thought of something else. The order of the bidding. We never established that. Would it be from the first, quote-unquote, first overall pick, the winner of the consolation who has the most money, would they be the first to bring up a player to bid? And what if that team has traded away... If they've traded away 100%, mm-hmm. they shouldn't be bringing up the first player because they have no money to even bid on that player. Yeah, we've got some stuff to work out. But if they I only mean, have 80%, should they be able to? Yeah. And then, it, you know, it's interesting. I That I literally just thought of right now off the top of my head because you can see the amount of preparation I did. Yeah, I mean, you're, you've got pages and pages of ink not filled out. You know what I wrote down? I wrote down this is episode 40, hey, 63 overall. Nice pen. Thank you. Um, what was I going to say? We could have it be random. You know, when you do a, an auction like uh, ESPN or wherever, it is random. You know, the opening bids, it's all done randomly. We could do it randomly because it really doesn't matter until it gets down to the end of it anyways. Because if if you are first to bid and you have a buck, you're going to get outbid no matter what. So well, sure. that. It, that really, I don't think matters. It could just be totally random. But I think, but I think on the other hand, it it could it could matter. I mean, random is the best way to do it when we haven't established it, mm-hmm. and especially when we don't have like if you have no money when it gets to be draft day and you have no money, it would really skip over you. You can't just bid nothing, yeah, um, unless you trade it into money during the draft. But but I was thinking that it does kind of matter. You know, I've I've said. <laughs> I've said that when we started a podcast, I basically said, I'm going to be talking about my strategy in some of these leagues, and it's going to give some things away. Mm-hmm. I mean, it cost me CD Lamb initially in Frozen because Mike barely secretly listens. <laughs> it's okay, I got it back. Isn't it funny how good Judy and Herbert look right now? And it's just, oh man, it's funny that that turned out. Anyway, uh, but what I was thinking was, okay, in trading for all this money, yeah. what I hope will be a lot of money, depending on how things fall, a lot of percentage. Obviously, my goal is Trevor Lawrence. Like, I want Trevor Lawrence to build my team around. Well, the strategy for anybody bidding before me, they should really be waiting to put up Trevor Lawrence. Because if I'm making sure I have enough money for Trevor Lawrence, if you put up, let's say, Trey Lance, for example, I don't don't know if he's going to end up being somebody who gets a lot of bids. But let's say you put up Trey Lance, I'm going to be less likely to bid on him because I'm waiting for Trevor Lawrence. So there could be deals on other guys because I'm not going to blow all that money I spent so much capital on. That's true. To get anybody but but Lawrence. Um, cuz if I was up to bid first, I'd be going Lawrence right off the bat and I'd be getting the money spent on him so I yeah. know how much I have left. That's kind of interesting. A lot of strategy. It's a lot of strategy for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I dig it. <laughs> oh boy. Careful. Yeah. Down the wrong so side. you uh, just so you know with cigars, I'm new with this. You're not supposed to inhale. Yeah. There's sometimes, some there's something called retro hailing, but some, I'm still trying sometimes to get the hang of things that. just happen. Hey, you want to go through some games? I hear there were some games, eh? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Of course, this is not going to. Oh, there we go. Oh, So we had. You know what I need? I need. I need to get some sort of sound effect. I should just make the sound. I'll never. If you say the mystery phrase i'll never be able to get the sound effect going quick enough yeah. to make it worthwhile so i should just do it with my 
face. We should get an air horn. <laughs> Just like a... We shouldn't use it up before you say it, though. Right. We gotta, we gotta save it. <laughs> shake it up a little bit. So there shake were, it off. Shake it off. There were four teams on a bye, Miley Cyrus. No, that's not Miley Cyrus. No, that's, it's Taylor Swift, yeah. T-Swift. What the, is wrong with you? Do we even person. know pop music? They're the same person. What? Four teams on a bye. That's disgusting. We had Atlanta, Dallas, Kansas City, and the Jets. Yeah, Mahomes on bye was rough for me. Although, I actually won in several places that I usually count on Mahomes. It was kind of weird. I did too, actually. It was a good week for some other guys, some yeah. other quarterbacks. So. Like in uh, Westeros, I wasn't planning on winning that week, this week. I didn't have Mahomes, and I won. Foreshadowing. Oh, good for you. All right. Uh, would you like sure. to start, or would you like me to start? Yeah, our Thursday game uh, brought us Indy at Tennessee. Oh, so you're starting then. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Uh, we had the Colts come to Tennessee, and the Colts won 34-17. Uh, both teams are now 6-3. and three. Um. You can't trust any Indianapolis rushers right now. And you can't handle the truth. Yeah, you can't handle the truth. Um, Naheem Hines, unpredictably, had a game. He did. Where'd that come from? Uh, somewhere. I don't know. He uh, had a touchdown rushing. He had a touchdown or receiving. He had the most carries. He had the most yards. Why? <laughs> It, they tr- they- they're trying to get they're trying to get Jonathan Taylor going. It's just not working, you know. He had seven rushes, twelve yards, longest of four yards. Um, I yeah, but uh, Michael Pittman had a game though. I mean, he looked pretty good. He was yeah. catching everything. Eight yeah. targets, seven catches for one hundred one yards. Um, so yeah, that that's the one thing that that uh, jumped out at me is you can't trust any of these indie uh, running backs because, uh, what, last week it was Wilkins that had the bulk of the carries. But, I, yeah. I bet uh, Derrick Henry got his like he always does. and um, But that's my main takeaway. My takeaway on the Tennessee side is that it's funny when you – have a wide receiver you think you can trust and is automatic like an A.J. Brown, and then he drops an absolute egg. And you just hope – I mean, he had one for 21. You hope that – I mean, that's – When it matters. For him, that's, that's, a, an, that's egg. an egg, yeah. When – you hope that when it matters that won't happen, but, man, you see that in a couple weeks and it's just going to be demoralizing. It, it makes you sad. It's um, what it does. Yeah, so he was – that was just uh, – that was rough to see. I don't have him anywhere. I think I have him in, like, a couple free leagues in a redraft, but – so it didn't hurt me too much. Uh, and then on the other side, um, yeah, Pittman was the big one because I've got him in a couple spots where I was waiting for him. And people have been trying to get him away from me for like a second. No, I took him at the early second. Why would I sell him for that now when I haven't seen what he can do? Right. Here we go. Here we go. And he's a nice, big, tall guy. Yeah, he is. I mean, he went to USC. I'm trying not to hold that against him. Oh. Yeah, at least he's not a dirty Wolverine. Yeah, dirty, dirty Wolverine. You want to hear uh, something about this game? Of course I do. Naheem Hines is the only Colts player with at least a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown in multiple games over the last 10 seasons. You don't say. Yeah. Hmm. 
And uh, Rivers is now fifth all-time in passing yards. Okay. He passed Dan Marino. 61,361 yards. My question to you, oh God. Ralph Sievert. Yes, Dave Dwarak. Is Rivers a Hall of Fame quarterback? Is Dan Marino a Hall of Fame quarterback without a Super Bowl? Yeah. Then I think Philip Rivers is a Hall of Fame quarterback without a Super Bowl. Okay. That's my opinion. Okay. So all the passing stats just do it, even if they're empty stats on crummy teams. They weren't necessarily crummy teams. They just couldn't go the distance. It's a crummy team. Well. Can't go the distance. Okay. I would argue that they weren't always crummy. Okay, not all of them were crummy. There were some crummy teams. There okay. was a lot of garbage time. There were some passing. crummy teams. I will yeah. give you some crummy teams. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome, buddy. Um, all right, I uh, my computer is deciding not to load. Uh oh. So I may need to defer to you to do two in a row because, <laughs> and I'm not even seeing my hotspot that I set up for you, which is still working for you, right? Yeah. Yeah, I apparently don't have that. Oh, oh, it worked. Okay, never mind. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm kind of a little bit, too. I'm going to do Texans and Browns. Do it. Hey, this is the risk when you have a garage party. You know what I'm saying? Uh, So I'm going to do the uh, Texans and Browns. I mean, stuff happens when you party naked, right? By the way, did we we say Indy won that game? 34-17. Did we say that? No, we didn't. I did. You did. Okay, I wasn't clear. I wasn't listening. It was 34-17. So the Browns they doubled up, doubled so, up. <laughs> so the Browns won a ten to seven over the Texans. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Gross. Um, my takeaway here is that Nick Chubb is back. Yeah, yes, he 19 is. Nineteen for one twenty six and a touch. Uh, and he had a target but didn't catch it. So he was big and he had a couple big runs. He had a fifty nine yarder. So it's good to see him back. And then on the other side, it was pretty lackluster. Um, I would say, you know, Duke got a lot of work with David Johnson out, but didn't do a lot with it, and I wish he would have been more involved in the passing game. I, I think it's care. weird for him not to get involved in the passing game, especially, especially with David Johnson out. Yeah, it's a great take. Thank you. And uh, Farrell Brown got a touchdown. <laughs> I'm sorry, who? Farrell Brown. Oh. Congratulations. I think you're mispronouncing Farrell Cooper. No, I'm not. <laughs> Pharaoh Brown. That's a joke, because how many guys named Pharaoh can be in the NFL? Apparently two. Well, there's Pharaoh Brown, Pharaoh Cooper, Pharaoh Ross, Pharaoh Stevens. You're making those ones I up. I made those up. All it's right. good, though. What do you got? Um, my takeaway is, yeah, Nick Chubb was really the only uh, player to own in this game. In the entire game. In the entire yeah, game. sure. Um, Unless you started Pharaoh Brown. Uh, yeah. Who was bailed out by a touchdown. I, I think his mom started. You're counting on so much, and he only got a measly touchdown yeah. from Pharaoh Brown. But, hey, he uh, outscored a lot of other players in this game. I dare say his mom didn't even start him. Probably not. <laughs> he probably didn't even start him. That's probably true. Um, so, all in all, it was just an ugly game. Yep. Um, and Nick Chubb could have had two touchdowns. I don't know if you saw this, but at the end of the game, he broke off a long run. And he scurried out of bounds. Did he now? He did. Okay. Um, so not only did that screw over a lot of fantasy football players who didn't get the six points for the touchdown, but it messed up a lot of bets. Oh, I forgot about that. And it wouldn't have mattered because he, they could kneel after that, yeah. so it ended the game. Yeah. But scoring the touchdown right. would have also ended the game. So, so the yeah, Browns... It was, it was, 
it was a smart football play, not yes. play, I guess. Yeah. But it would have done the same thing to score. Right. It wasn't a Todd Gurley situation. And so the Browns didn't cover. So wow. that's uh, that screwed up a lot of things. Yeah, I was going to say, you probably have some people real yeah. pissed about that. Um, and Landry does not have a receiving touchdown in nine games this season. That's Yikes. his longest single-season drought. And you would think, with no Beckham, that he'd be getting more. Yep. But uh, he had five targets. I sold him for game. 2021 mid to late second I take a, that. in a 14 teamer. I take that. I'm not a compete yeah. I'm not a competitor and I don't know who's going to fall to that so I did. Yeah. And then Chubb's rushing touchdown was the Browns' first rushing touchdown since week 4. Wow. I mean, how they're 6 and 3, I still have no idea, but uh we should say the Cream Hunt had 100 like 130 total yards. Yeah. So it's not like Cream Hunt didn't do anything. He was actually fantasy ownable in this game. True. Yeah. Yeah. They, we don't want to. We don't want to discount him. I would say that those two are the best uh, one-two running back tandem in all the land. I would agree with you. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go Washington, Detroit. Okay. If uh, if it pleases the court. It pleases the court. Um, Detroit wins this one. Uh, they nobody wanted to win this game. I'll say, <laughs> thirty to twenty-seven. Uh, both teams are terrible. Although Matthew Stafford got his three touchdowns. Um, and uh, can I say Antonio Gibson? Yeah. He's a Swiss Army knife. He had two touchdowns on the ground. Um, he, uh, he also had four receptions for 20 yards. So he is getting the bulk of the work running. Um, McKissick did get a rushing touchdown. But they're playing them together. Yeah. Like, they're – it's fine. Like, yeah. they can both so survive. It's, it's, it is fun to watch. I mean, McKissick's still getting his – McKissick had 15 targets for the crying out yeah, loud. So he he's a PPR darling right he now. He is. But as long as McKissick can get all those targets, because I've picked him up in a few places, and uh, as long as Gibson keeps getting those rushing touchdowns, I'll be fine. Yeah, I had to start McKissick in a place. And yeah. You know, I was pretty pretty pleased with what he was able to give me on a weird bye week. And I've got an IDP alert. <laughs> Jamie Collins Sr. Yeah. Detroit linebacker. Totaling 13 tackles, 9 solo. He had a fumble recovery. That's all good for 34 points in Westeros. Nice. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and then also uh, Swift started the game. Finally. Seems like he is the guy. Mm-hmm. He had he had sixteen for eighty one, and then he had five for sixty eight and a touch through the air. Yeah, it was awesome. Yep, that was awesome. Um, I would say that uh, Scary Terry is Mister Reliable. He he's, had a rush for twenty seven, and then he had seven for ninety five. So he's the guy, crazy undervalued. Terry Start, McScorin. Startup drafts, trade offers. He's undervalued. People don't want to pay up for him, uh-huh. or they try to lowball you for him, and it's. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is good. He is. And good. I, I have another question for you. Yes. If you had to vote, if you were a, a sports writer, you know they get votes for everything. Would you vote Alex Smith for comeback player of the year? Would he beat out Big Ben? No, Big Ben's playing too well. Okay. The the comeback is more impressive for Alex Smith, mm-hmm. but I don't think. 
I mean, Big Ben is playing incredibly well, and I don't think you can discount that. But is it how you're currently playing, or is it what you came back from? Well, he was out. They were both out for the whole year. Right. But Alex Smith had a horrendous, incredibly terrible injury. He almost lost his leg. Yes. He had 17 surgeries to repair everything, and he came back from that. Yes, and I'm not discounting that, but I, I don't think you can give it when you have two players who were out for the year and they're coming back, one started off the bat and has been lights out. And Smith play- was out for two years. Okay, but it doesn't. That doesn't. Just saying. Okay, but that doesn't matter. What I'm saying is, you have one coming back playing lights out on an undefeated team. The only undefeated team? Question mark. Yes. Yes. That's correct. And Alex Smith wasn't even starting, and it took a benching and an, another injury for him to even play. I'm just saying. And he has him in super great, but it's incredible that he came back from what he went through. Yeah, I mean, it's not... And, it's, and I love it, but I don't not, think he gets that award. It's not apples to apples. There's extenuating circumstances, but still. It's not a human interest piece. It's their performance on the field, in my opinion. Okay. So that's how I feel about that. And let's be and honest. I go more the emotional route. Big Ben also overcome, you know, he had to lose like 300 pounds. He was the, he was <laughs> he the, was, half, he was the, the half ton hobo. He was the OG half ton hobo. I mean, hobo. he looked like he ate Matt Patricia. Oh, so that's and, not the phrase. And now. I really thought half ton hobo would have done <laughs> no, it. No, but, but you, that would have been good. You said it first, so I'm like, shoot, oh, no, it no, can't no. be it. Don't worry, I'm ready to not <laughs> say the one first that is our mystery phrase of the week. What is it? <laughs> I'm not telling you. Oh, you almost oh, said it. You so oh, close. Uh, no, it's waiting in the wings. Um, so no, that's not the phrase. The phrase say, is I don't think I've up. ever said waiting in the wings. <laughs> well, you're gonna, um, okay. <laughs> Marvin Jones, I would never want to start him, but he's good when Galladay's out. That's my other takeaway. Got interesting facts for this one? I do. Okay. I'm going to see if I'm going to get the next game loading. Okay. Go for it. it. Because so, it takes about five minutes. For Stafford my has at least one passing touchdown in each of the first nine games of this season. Um, for the first time since 2013. That's awesome. Think about that. Uh-huh. Christian, I am thinking about Christian, it. Christian, ponder that. <laughs> I'm that's Samantha not, pondering it. That's not it. That's not it. Damn. <laughs> but I did, I did consider that did one. You? I did. Uh, this, I'm trying not to do ones that are too obvious. I know. I've got I one know. that I think you'll say, but I'm, I, it's not an automatic. Okay. Um, this was Detroit's first win at home all year. I think Josh Jacobs, Jingleheimer Schmidt was a similar thing. Like, yeah. that wasn't a for sure. Yeah. But it was a good game. I re- Did you listen to our podcast? <laughs> I listened back. I was like, he said Josh Jacobs 50 <laughs> times. Yes. I really tried. Didn't work, though. And then I, I was like, it. did I mention Josh Jacobs? Oh, no, no. Yeah, I wanted Usually to... that's enough to get me singing. Yeah. But here we are. Yeah, it happens. Uh, you probably weren't listening. <laughs> Let's be real. And then... Well, that's probably true. <laughs> Washington. You know me well. They have 20-plus uh, points in three straight for the first time since 2018. Okay. And Detroit has scored 20-plus points in each of the first nine for the first time since 1954. Neither of us were alive back then. <laughs> that's accurate. It's the year my dad was born. <laughs> that's all I got. I turned the okay. page. Turn the page. All right, I'm taking Eagles. Lost to the Giants, 27-17. So my takeaway for the Eagles is you had a lot of owners that were sad. 
If you were a Carson Wentz owner, you're sad. If you were Miles Sanders, you're thinking, oh my God, he had a two-point conversion but no touchdown. Boston Scott sniped one. Corey Clement sniped one. If you are a Dallas Goddard owner, you continue to be sad. I don't understand. I don't get it either. I don't understand. And you know what? I'm going to keep starting him. He's got another good matchup this week against Mm -hmm. Cleveland. I'm not going to. I can't quit you. And Ertz is going to be coming back soon, too. He is, but I'm not going to let that scare me off. Um, And then Fulgham, people were relying on him. He had, a, he had his first bummer of a game. Yeah. On the other side, Wayne Gallman, the touchdown maker. He, he's doing way better than Barkley ever did in this offense, That's which true. is like a sickening thing. Like makes my stomach turn to even yeah. say it, but here we are. I actually have a, a stat about that. I'm too. ready for it. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. Well, I was going to say, yeah, um, Scott and Clement were the touchdown vultures. You pretty much said everything I was going to say. Gallman, exclamation. No, it's fine. It's good. We're on the same page. Um, no passing touchdowns in this game either. There you go. Nailed it. Um, and then this was Danny Dimes' first win against an NFC East team other than Washington. It's like a firework. Here. Wasted a lot of butane on that. You know what? I make my own butane. Do you? (laughs) No. That'd be amazing. That'd be something. It's like methane. <laughs> Only butane. That I really do. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he uh, was 0 for against Philly and Dallas up until this in his career. Okay. And Gallman is the first Giants running back with at least one rushing touchdown in four straight games. The last to do it? Tiki Barber. Andre Brown. Andre Brown. Yeah, guess the year I give you a lap dance. <laughs> I don't want to get that right. I'm not even going to guess. 2013. Oh, my God. No! 2012, 2013. Cue the music, All DJ. Right. <laughs> 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 you guys are jealous you can't see this right now. That is fantastic. Or there, happy you There can't goes see my it. shirt. Oh, boy. Castles! <laughs> Why did you have those on ahead of time? Gross. I was planning it. You were getting a lap dance either way. oh man and the phrase was i'm gonna give you a lap dance the phrase was i'm wearing tassels (laughs) all right what game you got i'm gonna go jacksonville green bay we are barely through any of these (laughs) well we did have a long it's a long one we did uh do some stuff before the games We did some stuff. You did things. some stuff. I did. I'm working on twirling my tassels. You're twirling the tassels. Wait, that was what you said. So, <laughs> bad teams have a way of making good teams play down to them. And this is what happened in Green Bay, Jacksonville. That's the game I yeah, thought you were yeah. doing. Did uh, I guess or did you say it already? I said it already. Oh, okay. But no, again. I, I didn't guess. All right. Uh, Green Bay wins. <laughs> I thought it was just that good. 24-20. They did. Here's my takeaways. Okay, ready. Robinson had 100% of the rushes for Jacksonville. <laughs> All 23 went to Robinson. He's going to win me a championship or two. Congratulations. sleeper, I think. Um, and then uh, MVS, Adams, Rodgers, they all, they all produced, which was great. MVS had a, a career game, actually. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, the 149 was his career high, mm-hmm. thanks to a 78-yard uh, pass. So good for him. And Devonta Adams was banged up a little bit. He set out a few plays, and I'm thinking to myself, why isn't he in there? I need him to produce. Uh-huh. I've got a lot of shares of Adams. Yep. Um, 
But he had eight catches for and a touchdown, yeah, so yeah. it is what it is. And I do have an IDP alert. Sidney Jones, cornerback, Jacksonville. Nine total tackles, six solo, two pass defense, one interception. Good for 31.5 points in Westeros. He's a dude. Boom. Yeah. He is a dude. Um, my takeaway on the Green Bay side is that, um, well, first of all, there, were, there was a lot of talk of MVS. You can't start MVS. You can't start MVS. You can't start MVS. Well, here he is. Do you know how many leagues he's on the waiver wire still? Probably a lot. It's a lot. Um, Tunyon is the real disappointment because for a while he was looking like he was a favorite target. He was. Not anymore. Not no more. Not anymore. That may have been when Adams was out too, though. Yeah. Um, so that could be, that could skew things. Um, on the other side, uh, it's it seems like Luton is fairly willing to... I mean, he spreads the ball around a little bit, but he is willing to look at Chark. Like, 4 for 56 isn't terrible compared to some of the other mm-hmm. performances he's had, but it's not like it was last week. Um, Green Bay defense is decent, so that's not uh, anything to be scared of. Yeah. And James Robinson got five targets. I like that he keeps getting targets, even though he didn't do much with them in this game. Word. Yep. To your mother. Uh, Green Bay had no score on their opening drive. Mm-hmm. That was the first time all season. They were the only team that had a score on their opening drive all season, but they, again, played down to Jacksonville, so it didn't happen this game. Yep. Son of a biscuit. <laughs> I am going to wax poetic about Devontae Adams. Okay. I don't wax poetic. Yeah, That's quite a term. Yeah, I love him so much. So he joined Marvin Harrison in 1999. And Randy Moss of 2007 as the only Super players Bowl, in the Super Bowl era homeboy. with over 700 receiving yards and nine receiving touchdowns over the first seven games of the season. And he has 49 receiving touchdowns since 2016, the most in the NFL in that span. Wow. Good and for him. then Keelan Cole Sr., we got to get that senior in there. I got a little quiz for you. Okay. He's the second undrafted player in Jacksonville history with over 2,000 receiving yards. Who is the first? Undrafted Jacksonville player with over 2,000 receiving yards. He was a, uh, a darling. I'll tell you, he was paired with Marquise Lee back when they were both the thing in Jacksonville. Oh, man. All I can picture is Allen Robinson, and obviously it's not him. I'll tell you what. You got the first name right. Oh, uh, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allen, um. Yeah, yeah. Hearns. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, buddy. Nice. Nice I mean, you gave me a pretty big clue there. Well, you got halfway there. All right, fair enough. I'll give it to you. All right, I'm taking Tampa Bay and Carolina. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay put the whooping down. Oh, my gosh. On the Panthers, 46-23. to 23. Uh, TB12, just 341 and three touchdowns. And he had a rushing uh, sneak touchdown, which he is so good at. Um, he was he really great. Is. He was great. And his receivers were pretty pretty darn good, both tight ends. And um, Godwin had a big game. Evans had the touchdown. Antonio Brown had a decent game. Like basically, Tampa Bay was just firing on all cylinders. All cylinders. I'll save the running back for you because I don't even like mentioning his name. He's so annoying. <laughs> um, and then on the t- on the uh, Carolina side, I'll talk about Fournette. That's fine. Brid- <laughs> gross. Bridgewater is down, and he's missing at least the next game. Is it longer than that? 
I, I heard that he was going to be okay. I didn't know he was missing this game. I'm pretty sure he's going to miss the game. The talk is that P.J. Walker's the guy coming up. Here. I know that C-Mac is out this game for Yes, sure. and I am just so disappointed that I was I was premature trading away Davis because I could really use him. But maybe you and I can make a little Heinz trade right on the air tonight. My guess is I won't give up what, you're, what you want for him. Your no. team doesn't need hot. Your team, okay. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, DJ Moore had another big game. Do you four. have a first this year? No, are you kidding? I don't have first for the next decade. Um, DJ Moore had False. four for we 90. We cannot trade out that far. Four for 96 and a touchdown, so that was pretty great. So it was yeah. nice to see DJ Moore actually out-targeted <clears throat> and outperforming Robbie Anderson, which is new. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I like that, and Curtis Samuel didn't steal too much. Do you know what a bolo alert is for the police? Bolo, be on the lookout. Whoop, whoop, that's the sound of the police. Yeah, be on the lookout, a bolo alert. We are be be on the lookout for Ian Thomas. Has anybody seen Ian Thomas, tight end, Carolina? Did he die? I don't think Bridgewater even sees him. Uh, One of Beer Bad was just talking. I've got a chat going with one of Beer Bad and Brett B. And he was... Uh, one of your bad was just saying that he thinks Ian Thomas was his most disappointing investment this year because he's the guy where he was your late tight end in a yeah. lot of places, and he has been horrible. He it's was, like he doesn't exist. Yeah, I mean, he was a late pickup for a lot of people in drafts But don't year. you think part of the deal is that Bridgewater is just – he's slinging the ball downfield a lot more than people thought he would? I know it's more – Bridgewater has been way, way better than I thought he'd be. I will admit – I will admit I was wrong on yeah. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. I'm pointing at myself because I called it. Of course, I was also right. Those bones are made of glass. Anyway. Rojo! <laughs> Let's talk about Rojo, shall we? Uh, his friends call him Ronald Jones II, uh, named after his father who came before him. Also a running back. Did you know that? Oh. I made that up. I have no idea. You know, without his big run, he only had 22 for 94. <laughs> <laughs> that's still a serviceable game. That's I, I, not a bad game. I know that was my joke. So yeah. there's some commentators who will like take out the best plays yeah. and say, "Well, if you took away this gigantic run, you only had this." Yeah. That's still a you great game. That. That's and my I joke. do believe they said that was the longest rush that Tom Brady's ever had as a quarterback. Tom Brady ran 98 well, yards for a longest, touchdown. That's the longest running back run that he's oh. had on his team as a quarterback. Well, yeah, because usually he's handed to look Garrett Blunt. Right, who just plods. <laughs> he would have died. Rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. <laughs> he's had 98 <laughs> yards his entire life. Yeah. Um, so those are my two takeaways. Yeah, that was a... It was like untouched. He just shot straight out. Yeah. He shot like a, like a cannon. Like a cannon. It was unbelievable. He's not really that fast in real life, is he? Yeah, I He looked faster so. on TV. I mean, you get in the open field with nobody near you, and he's going to look fast. Yeah. You know, last week Brady threw three interceptions. Sure. Like the, that was the third time in his whole career. Mm-hmm. He is 7-2 and two with 16 touchdowns and one interception in his career after throwing three or more interceptions. Wow. So he rallies. So that's pretty good. Um and then Rojo is the fourth player with a rush of 98 yards or more in the history huh. of the NFL. Derrick Henry did it. I was just going to say, he did it. This Wasn't it this year? Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah. Tony Dorsett did it. Huh. And Amon Green did it. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Now, I will say that I did it a ton in Madden, but <laughs> that don't count. <laughs> and in uh, uh, NFL 2K... 
five. Actually, 2K1 was the best with Moss. My current Madden franchise, I'm playing as the Dolphins, and J.K. Dobbins is on his way to his third straight MVP season. So, you know. And here's a fun stat. This is my last one for this game. Bridgewater has at least one interception in each even-numbered weeks this season. Okay. Zero in odd-numbered weeks this season. Whoa, weird. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Isn't you know that what I'm funny? saying? That is Isn't funny. That funny. Yeah. Isn't that so funny? funny? I am going to go Denver and the Raiders. The Raiders. Stumbling, Every time I do that, it hurts my throat. <laughs> <coughs> um, so we had the Raiders whoop on those Broncos. Uh, Raiders are legit. They're 6-3. and three. I know. It's kind of surprising, huh? Broncos not legit. They're no. the opposite. They're 3-6. Nope. and six. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, my takeaways. Locke, four interceptions. Yeah. Um, I mean, granted, he doesn't have the best receivers to throw to. He's got Judy. That's it. Well, Tim Patrick's been good yeah, this year. And Noah Fant. Yeah, but still. And yet here we are. Yeah, and here we are. We're talking about it. Um, and then uh, the... The duo of Jacobs and Booker. Josh Jacobs. Jingleheimer Schmidt. Too late. Yeah, One week okay. late. Each had uh, two rushing touchdowns. And, uh, yeah, the terrible Denver offense. Their defense couldn't stop the run. You know, I thought Devontae Booker died. Yeah. No, he's – and he went up against his old team, so, of course, he's going to show out, too. Nailed it. Because any time a player goes up against his old team, he wants to do something. Unless it's Le'Veon Bell against the say, Jets. Ah, Bell. That's totally what you're going to say. Or unless you're AP and you're three teams away from well, that's the true. Vikings. That's true. Yeah. So, that is my takeaway, sir. Uh, my takeaway would be that um, I think with the way uh, with the way Locke is playing, I fant just. You should be able to trust him. He should be a big target that's reliable, and he's just not, which is a bummer. But um, Judy, it seems like he's the only target that's reliable. And I saw Hamler had 10 targets. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Uh, I guess, I don't know. I don't have much on the on the Vegas side, but um, Brian Edwards had a target, and he caught it for 16 yards. That's Yo. exciting. That's my, that's my dog. That's your boy. He, um, uh, he's comp to who again? Uh, well... He's comp to somebody who I don't want to talk about right now. So, Michael Thomas, Michael ladies Thomas and gentlemen. Michael Thomas is the guy. I traded Michael it. Thomas this week in did a league. You? That's exciting. How Did you feel dirty? Or did you feel it was time? It's a lot of smoke. Yeah, it was. That was... <laughs> um, it's impressive, actually. Oh, I got sneeze coming, too. Woo! That was like a poker game exhale of smoke. That was pretty good. You can do it again. <laughs> you almost choked. Do you think it's because it's so cold in here, maybe? I don't know. Um, yeah, I uh Brian Edwards, I'm excited. I feel like next year he could really be he could really kind of take off. You, you he you he hasn't who, really been that healthy, you so you know who people also said that about Laquan Treadwell, so watch out. Laquan Treadwell was a bust. This guy. Next year he'll be better. Next year he'll be more familiar with the offense. Next year he'll have more chances. Laquan Treadwell. Treadwell showed nothing. Brian Edwards hasn't been healthy and has done the slightest, tiniest bit of flashing. Just saying. Okay, is it my pick? No, I have some things. About uh, this fine. Uh, Vegas is six and three or better for only the third time in the last twenty seasons. Jeez. Okay. Yep. And here's one. 
Vegas is 5-1 and one when opposing starting quarterbacks have more passing yards than Derek Carr. Hmm. That means they're running it more. And they're playing from ahead. So, there you go. Okay. And uh, Jacobs has three career games with at least 100 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns, most for Raiders in the last 10 seasons. And he has 100 rushing yards for the seventh time in his career. Eight rushing touchdowns so far this year. He had seven all last year, so wow. he's doing better this year. Good for you. And you still don't want to own him. Nope, I don't. Right. I mean, I'd like to own him because people will pay out the butt to acquire him. That I would like that. When I pick up an when I pick up an orphan that has Josh Jacobs Jingleheimer Schmidt on it, I'm very excited. His name is Mike. Because they'll pay anything. All right, I'm taking Dolphins over the Chargers, 29 to 21. Tua, 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 Tua. Uh, Tua's not putting up big numbers, but he's managing the game. He's getting wins. Like, I'm digging it. Um, but the real takeaway, I think, for um, Miami is uh, Salvin Ahmed getting the touches. Yeah. Uh, I think it's interesting. 21 uh, carries for 85 and a touch. Uh, not involved in the passing game, really, even though that's something that he was able kind of – rumored to be able to do coming in he's a plotter but um what i think is funny about that is i i had him in frozen and i dropped him for another random pickup and it just goes to show in a really deep league like that you never drop a running back because any running back could get their chance i've got jason huntley sitting there i've got jj taylor sitting there those guys could end up getting a game where they get the touches you just never know so now I'm going to Mike. I said to Mike, I, okay, let me ask you this. I, I know I've talked to you about Hines, but my first target was I went to Mike and I said, Mike, I got Jalen Hurd yeah. sitting on IR. He's a wide receiver. He probably has better long-term potential than Salvin Ahmed. I said, Salvin Ahmed is probably a start this coming week against the Broncos right. and then maybe never again. Right. So I said, what do, you, what do you think about that? And he goes, well, first of all, he thinks he has playoff at um, aspirations Aspirations, which is fine more power to him i haven't really checked that carefully but i'm thinking man if i could get a wide receiver you know he's not in on he's not in on jalen hurd which is fine i'm a little bigger on him but i just thought oh that's nice but i just thought man if i could get a running back i could start this week Mm -hmm. because i feel so gross starting any of the ravens guys anyway so salvin ahmed he's getting touches good for him and then jakeem grant that speedy little guy he had a touchdown which i love because usually outside of my madden franchise he doesn't do anything he's like five two i think he is he's he's really he's really little he's He's a little guy (laughs) i think my three-year-old niece is taller than him um on the other side i guess it's still running back related uh kalen bellage is the one getting all the touches they call him bellagio and the bellagio um you know the Bellagio and the MGM Grand, I mean, he is just, he speaking of plotting, 18 for 68, mm-hmm. gross. Um, and he had five catches for 34 yards. I don't know. Bellagio is pretty terrible, and yet he's getting the play. Is it just that Joshua Kelly just can't keep from fumbling? That must be what it is. Fumbleitis. He's got fumbleitis hard yes. because he should be the one feasting right now with yeah. the other guys injured. But uh, that's my takeaway there. And then the only other thing I'll say is that I'm in a situation, I play Danny in Frozen this week, and I am starting Donald parham jr he's six eight did you know that? he is six eight and he's playing the jets this week oh man so i'm thinking should be let's go yeah let's go if he could get me 10 points against danny this week i would be 
bowing down to the heavens. I mean, he did have a touchdown in this game. so And he's 6'8". He's a tall dude. And they're playing the worst team ever. He is a tall drink of water. All right, what do you got for this game? Uh, Hunter Henry had a touchdown. That's exciting. Yeah, he's stealing those touchdowns from Donald Park Jr. <laughs> <laughs> That's Shorty McShorterson, Hunter Henry. It's pathetic how short he is. Oh, I'm sorry. Parham didn't have a touchdown. Smythe had that. I'm thinking of Smythe. He's not six. Uh, no, and that was a pretty touchdown for Smythe, but yeah. Parham had one last week or the week before. I thought that's what sure, you were sure, talking about. Sure, 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 sure. It was uh, just a, actually, it was very similar to the Smite touchdown. It was just a play action where yeah. they're standing by themselves, basically. And uh, two is now 3-0. and oh. um, he's, he's getting it done. It's fun to watch. Because I like the Dolphins a lot. I do, too. Yeah. And Brian Flores has got a team behind He him. does. And they're not supposed to be good yet. Right. I love it. I'm the, so excited the for that. defense, their special teams, their offense. I mean, everything is clicking. It's awesome. I like them a lot. Um, the Chargers, on the other hand... They are 3-16. and 16. That's a .158 percentage in games decided by eight or less since 2019. That's terrible. I have a, I have a little Travis Etienne feeling for those Dolphins mm. for next year. What do you think about that? Yeah. Screw Let's Eckler. It. Let's do it. Eckler died. Let's do it. No, no, no. For the Dolphins, not the Chargers. Oh, the Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be fun. I know, right? I like that. I think so, too. Uh, and then Tua... Is the fifth QB drafted in the top five overall to start 3-0 and in the common draft era. It's awesome. Yeah. And because if you think about it, the top five players usually go to bad teams, mm-hmm. right? And they're not going to win a lot of games. Right. But he came into a really good situation. And But uh, again, it should have taken long, longer yeah. than this year. But Fitzpatrick also started them off strong, yeah. too. Here's one I asterisked. Okay. You ready for this? I'm ready. Starting rookie quarterbacks from California are a combined 1-14-1 in the Eastern time zone since 1970. The last win was Jim Everett in 1986. You know very well I stopped listening to that a long time ago. People I were can't listening. Focus for that. California quarterbacks can't do anything in the Eastern Time Zone. Want a beer bag? Can you just fill me in on what he just said later on? Because I'm I, this. That's too much for me. Could you repeat the thing about the stuff you said? A little bit. I owe you from the, the thing stuff. with the guy in the place, and I'll never forget it. <laughs> Ocean's Eleven nailed it. Basically, rookie quarterbacks from California haven't done anything in the Eastern Time Zone. Okay, got it. Because it's a long commute. Remember that guy who missed the Roman startup. Years ago, because he had the time zone wrong, and then he just quit. He left. And then we had to get somebody to replace yeah. him during the draft. That was fantastic. <laughs> he said something like, I've never experienced this before. Shut up. Years later, we were going, Eastern time zone, what? <laughs> that was one of my favorite running jokes we had in that league. That I great. miss that league. I do. That was I a miss good that league a lot. Yeah. The new Roman, hopefully, it can live up. Yeah. But we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get the in person draft going. That was my favorite thing was the in person yep. draft. Oh, that was league. so much fun. Yeah, every year. I got Will Tipsy that oh, last that'll one. Happen. Yeah, that was that'll time. happen. Was I that always made one? Woody drive me. So was I that the one with it. the rap show going on when we Yes, it? where the ground was shaking. Oh man, that was great. My yeah. ears were ringing and we were upstairs. Eventually, it stopped. I'm like, what? What happened? Did I die? What's that <laughs> ringing noise? <laughs> All right, you got any facts for this game before we take a break? Those. Jesus that was that Christ. it. You just yeah. went through them. Yeah, and the my, ones I couldn't follow. Miami. Okay. Is, I know. Miami is five and one outside of their division this year. 
Wow. That's pretty good. Good for them. Yeah. All right, we're taking a quick break. We'll be back. Oh, wait. No, now? I got nothing. Okay, now we'll be back. I throwing you off? Nope. Didn't think so. How you doing, young This would be a good song for my castle. This is why we need a YouTube channel. You're looking for a girl that'll treat you right. You're looking for a girl that'll treat you right. Find out by the end of the night. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I know. It's going out a lot. You know we need one more verse of this, right? Oh, yeah. You're teasing me. And you got what you need. So does everybody else. <laughs> you are welcome. Oh. No. girl do you take me for? <laughs> Dave, I've never been so happy that a song has been stuck in your head. Yeah. You are welcome, my friend. <laughs> we, uh, we're going to continue. Oh, we're going to keep. No, we're okay. Oh. As soon as I. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Take your finger off. <laughs> All right, let's get going. All right, All what right. game's next? We are going to pick up with uh, Buffalo <laughs> at Arizona. All right, I'm done. No, 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 that's fine. I'm done. All right, it's off. It's off. It's off. It's off. All right. Buffalo, Arizona. Buffalo, Arizona. Arizona wins in an improbable oh, fashion. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. 32 to 30. Uh, this, was a, this was my second favorite game to watch of this week. Um, so it came down to the very end. You guys all probably know the Bills came back, scored a touchdown to take the lead. Diggs, he's like, it's over. Murray said, hold my beer. Nuke said, hold my beer. It was amazing. Now I'm going to ask you this. Was it a better catch or a better throw? Now we're talking about the game winning touchdown. Kyler Murray throws up a prayer Nuke Hopkins in triple coverage, out jumps everybody for the game-winning touchdown. Better throw or better catch? I don't think it's close. Better, better catch. Better catch. The the escapability of Murray and with his with his with his little speedy Gonzalez legs to get out to the side and launch it was impressive. But that catch. He just went up. He just said, this is my ball. I'm taking this ball. My gigantic hands will not be denied. Did you see the post-game press conference for him? Yeah. He's like, I mean, they had a lot of guys on me. They were good, but they weren't as good as I. Mm. 
I played I played that catch. I played the video of that of that play for my students yeah. on Monday morning. I am gonna do a little <laughs> counterpoint and I think it was a better throw. Okay. The trust that Murray had in Hopkins. I mean that Best throw, receiver in the NFL. The throw had to be perfect. It had to be a perfect throw for even Nuke to have a chance to catch it. I say better throw. It was an incredible play, regardless. Regardless. It both both sides needed to be epically perfect for that to work. Yeah, it was a fraction of a second timing either way, it would have been knocked down. And that was the same stadium where the Aaron Rodgers to Jeff Janis Hail Mary happened, well, I believe. I remember that's what they showed. So, yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah, so it it was just amazing. And it was incredible. My other takeaway is... And it single-handedly won me at least one matchup that I really needed. Yeah, so congratulations on that. Uh, my other takeaway is Beasley and Diggs were PPR monsters in this game. 11 and uh, 10 catches respectively. They both had a touchdown. Uh, both had double-digit targets to go with their double-digit catches. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I think Beasley got... Uh, his equity went up after this game. If he wasn't on people's teams, he definitely is now. He's sure. he's good. I've got at least one competitor where I have him and I'm starting him every yep. single week. And I haven't worried about that third wide receiver spot because he's he's an every week starter right now. Um my takeaway on the on the Arizona side, other than obviously the the big game, was that um Kenyon Drake is back and sixteen for a hundred. So Anybody who was hanging on Chase Edmonds, Chase Edmonds was decent, but yeah, it apparently was. it was the Kenyon Drake game. But it's really Kyler Murray's running. I mean, he is, he is like, it's it's like it it really is. It's like it's like this little pitter patter of he, running where they move. So, it's like his feet move so fast, but they aren't big strides. He scurries, and he's he scurries. He's That's a, a good scurry, way to say it. Yeah. And then he's in the end zone. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. So he is. Oh, what did I hear today? He is on his per game average is better than Mahomes in 2018 and better than Lamar Jackson in 2019. Yep. So that's pretty sick company. And he's got to be a front runner for MVP this year for show. I mean, I think Mahomes is sneakily there yeah. because he hasn't been flashy, but he's just been doing it every single week and they're, and they're winning so much. But. Um, uh, it helped him that Wilson cooled off so much. Yeah. Because Wilson was the, the front runner easily the hands first down. few weeks. Hands yep. down, hands down, yep. hands down. And Josh Allen with a receiving touchdown. Yeah, that was fun. Isaiah McKenzie has done that a few times now. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Allen's actually... Uh, I felt his... bad for Allen when they showed him after that Hail Mary. I felt bad for him. Because he really did everything he, he needed to he to did. make this game happen. He you put know? that team on his back. Yep. Don't but, set your uh, computer on fire. I won't. It was just ash. And then, actually, that was the first Bills quarterback with a receiving touchdown in the regular season ever. Jim Kelly never did that. I got some really good smoke going. Jim Kelly never had to do that, actually. No, he didn't. Yeah. And uh, Nuke has five, at least five receptions, at least 60 receiving yards, and at least one receiving touchdown in four career games against the Bills. How do we still have so many games left? I know. There's a lot. Jeez. Um, all right. I'll take Cincinnati-Pittsburgh. All right. 
Uh, Pittsburgh won, and you would figure that they would. 36 to 10. Give my computer a second to catch up. Off the top of my head, the wide receivers um, for Big Ben were all really good. Okay, there it is. Yeah, Claypool was out. Yeah, it was it was John uh, Deontay Johnson one sixteen and one Juju seventy seven and one and then Claypool had two touchdowns so his receivers were all really good which meant that Big Ben was really good four touchdowns no interceptions yep. so he is back uh, comeback player of the year on the other <laughs> on the other side um, T Higgins just every week starter seven for one fifteen and one he has been incredible and you know i was worried about my trade of jonathan taylor for yeah. what ended up being higgins and and brian edwards but ooh, higgins higgins over uh jonathan taylor is higgins is the truth turned out to be really really good really really good so that's my takeaway there is that is that sean williams the safety had a rush for 39 yards was that a fake kick no idea that's sean williams the safety that is bizarre yeah how's huh. How bizarre. Ooh, there's a song. How bizarre. How bizarre. So, Let me sing the whole thing. No. Ooh, baby. Pittsburgh is... Ooh, baby. You ready for this? Making me crazy. Pittsburgh, crazy. when leading by at least 20 points, time all time, they are 226-0-1. Every time I look around. Okay. That's awesome. Okay. And uh, Big Ben has 24 wins against Cincinnati the most. And TJ Watt has 43 and a half sacks since being drafted in He's good. 2017. That's the most. He is good. He wrecks shop on Madden 21, I'll tell you that oh, much. Oh, yeah. He yeah, he does. <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm ramming it. I'm going to go Seattle and the Rams. <laughs> You're ramming it. I'm ramming it. Okay. Ramming it home. Ram it. Rams got the win, 23-16. Both teams are six and three. That NFC West is getting quite muddled. A lot of good teams in that division. Yeah. Six and three, six and three, six and three, and then the Niners. I think that's how it shakes out. Well, you may as well call them the San Francisco COVIDs. Oh no. <laughs> and the San Francisco the, IRs. The broken bones. Yeah. yeah. Uh Akers had ten rushes. Um, but Brown had uh, two touchdowns. So out of nowhere, Malcolm Brown. Once you think you don't have to start him anymore, right. there he is. Yeah, yeah. So you don't start him. He gets two touchdowns. You start him. Akers gets a touchdown. Henderson gets a touchdown. So I started like, Henderson in two places. At least yeah. he bailed me out with a touchdown. But. And Alex Collins, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I would have really preferred if they stuck with DJ Dallas. Mm-hmm. In oh, this me game. too. But yeah, Collins was that was a bummer because DJ Dallas, I liked him getting a shot and he looked okay. Yeah. Ugh. And I also have Wilson just trying to do too much because he's got a crappy defense. Mm-hmm. And then I have another IDP alert. <laughs> Jam all Adams. Oh yeah, he was a wrecking ball. Seven total tackles, six solo, two sacks, three tackles for loss, two quarterback hits. Good for 29.5 points. Didn't he have a, he, I thought he had a strip sack in there. Am I imagining that? Or he at least was close to one. He had one where he just about got that ball out of there. I didn't see that. Okay, well, anyway. He was he was good. Mm-hmm. He was pretty, pretty, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I would say that uh, neither Metcalf nor Lockett were very good in this game, but that was because... Um, Russell Wilson wasn't very good and was trying yeah. to do too much, so that you know that was the case there. And now Lockett's hurt too. 
Lockett's hurt, you yeah, say? he's not practicing. Oh, boy. Hello, Freddie Swain. Oh, I love Freddie Swain. Yep. Um, and that's... I wonder how that'll affect DK Metcalf, because now they can really focus on him. Yeah. It was nice when they could have to decide who they're going to take out. On the other side, uh, Higby was decent, but it was Josh Reynolds, 8 for 94. So this was a Josh Reynolds game. Hey, who's got Higby up in this MF? <laughs> oh, never mind. I see him. Oh, there he is. Uh, I saw. I, I heard a funny thing that um, somebody said that uh, Sean McVay's playbook is so big. That How he, big is it? He can only bring part of the playbook to every game. So recently he's only brought the Josh Reynolds part of the playbook, <laughs> whereas other times he's got the Cooper Cup playbook or the Robert Woods playbook. That's really funny. Yeah, I know. I thought so too. That's really good. Thank you. I didn't yeah. come up with it. I just no. copied it. It's funny. What else you got for this game? You got something. I do. I Jay- know you do. Jalen Ramsey lined up across. Heidi Beeler? No, what? not no. for stats. You're just talking about. Yeah. Okay. He lined up against uh, DK on 30 of his 42 routes. Makes sense. 71.4%. Ramsey allowed no receptions on only two targets. Ramsey started off the year not very good, but he's he's starting to come around and play like that money he's getting. Oh, man. This cigar getting down, it's really good. Gotta gotta get up, get down. Yeah. All right, cool. Next, I'll take San Francisco and New Orleans. All right. Let's see how quickly my computer can load so I can... Hey, it's already ready. (laughs) All right, so on the uh, San Francisco side... Um, running backs continue to be a little bit confusing. I think Hasty is now out. McKinnon got the majority of the carries, but it was only 18 for 33, which is pretty bad. Yeah. Well, they were playing from behind, so they had to sling it. Well, yeah, but you would think then he would catch some balls, and he only caught one. No, yeah, buts. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. Uh, Brandon Ayuk um, is really the main guy here, yeah. uh, 7 for 75 and a touchdown. I've... I tried to acquire him in a league kind of as a throw-in, and I had somebody say they think he's the next A.J. Brown, so they are not selling him. Interesting. Um, I've got him in Roman, so that's fine with me if he ends up being that. And they've eased up on his rushing, too. I wish they'd bring that back. Yeah, I know. Those gadget plays? Yeah, it's kind of what they like to do. They did the same thing with Debo. but it might start something. You never know. The big story story on the Saints side is that Breeze is going to miss two to three weeks. Yeah. So Jameis came in and was pretty un, uneventful. Um, Taysom Hill came in. He didn't throw a pass. He just – or he threw – no, he didn't throw a pass. No. He just came in and got sacked once. Um, he ran a lot, though. So now, were you messing with me when you said Taysom Hill was announced yeah. the starter? Okay. I because just, there's just no like way he'll be the starter. I it's just gonna, like messing with you. It's going to be Winston will be the starter, and Taysom Hill will have his same role – and I would argue, and you know, don't tell Joel because I'm play- I need a win against Joel in um, Westeros. But uh, I think that Taysom Hill will be much worse because they don't have to worry about Hill or about Winston the right. same way they have to worry about Breeze. And- On the other hand, I'm very optimistic about Michael Thomas. Because I can see Winston throwing that ball all over the place, and he's going to throw it to his best target I, I a look, lot. I look at last year with what Bridgewater did. He I would leaned, like 20, 20 targets to yeah, Thomas. Let's go. He leaned on Thomas last year, and Thomas had his best stretch. Yep. You know? Um, what was I going to say? And Kamara. Kamara's. I mean, hello. Yeah. He had a great game. Well, he had a great touchdown game. His rushing was terrible, 8 for 15. But still, he put up a bunch of points. He had two touchdowns, and he also caught some for 83 for that touchdowns. Helps. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say is ESPN 
Joel has Taysom Hill. They have him as a tight end. I know. I hate it. So he's starting him at tight end. Which, in his normal role, I don't care so much. Yeah. If he was the starting quarterback and you can start him at tight then end, that should. would be really, really I lame. think maybe they would switch it, but now they still have a tight end. And that's the only app I see with him at tight end is yep. ESPN. Agreed. It's weird. Yeah, because if he, if he was the starting quarterback and you could, in a super flex, you could start three starting quarterbacks... That would be really frustrating. But when he just has his normal kind of gadget role, that's very normal. Like, yeah. he's not going to get more than any other good tight end. And Breeze's injury, fractured rib and punctured lung. Yikes. I mean, he got flattened. Have you looked at Joel's roster? Does he have a tight end he should consider starting over Taysom Hill, or is he kind of weak at tight he end? He has Burton. That's not somebody worth starting at tight end. Okay, so he's starting... Yeah. He's starting a yeah. uh, uh, taste yeah. mill. Okay, got it. Um, I have another IDP alert. <laughs> is it Demario Davis? It sure is. Yeah, buddy. I love me some Demario Davis. He's a Davis. monster. I got it. Westeros. Twelve total tackles, eight solo, one sack, three tackle for loss, one pass defense, two quarterback hits. That's good for thirty-three points. I have him. In, I have him in almost every sleeper IDP that I'm in. Uh huh. Westeros might be the only place I don't have him. Yep. Because for some reason, he falls in startups. Yeah. Yeah. And New Orleans, they had 237 toll yards. It was their fewest in a win since week 11 of 98. They did not have a lot of yards this game. 98, you say? Yeah. And then... It's a good year. San Francisco is 22-8 and with Jimmy G starting since 2017. They're 5-23 and without him. Wow, okay. Think about that. Yeah, I'm thinking about that it. That jawline, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. And New Orleans has not given up a 100-yard rusher in 47 straight games. Whoa. That's legit. Whoa. Nelly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's your choice. I wonder what you're taking. <laughs> oh, you brace yourself. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I, almost, I almost lost it there for a second. <clears throat> Baru! Skull! Skull! You're not going to do it with me? Skull! No, I'm good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, do you know, if you can recall, I can probably count it on uh, more than one hand, the many times I've said Chicago is a fraud. Not as good as their record. Yeah, they're a paper tiger for they sure. Five and one. What's your record now, Chicago? Five and five. You've lost four straight, you big dummies. <laughs> oh, what idiot! Yeah, you stupid idiots. <laughs> um, the Vikings win 19-13. Congratulations to Kirk Cousins for finally getting a prime time. And I'm sick of hearing about this. You don't congratulate a quarterback for getting their first prime time win in 10 games. You don't congratulate him for that. You should have more than that. Um... But I mean, this was a this was a struggle of a game to watch if you're a Vikings fan. Um, Cousins he had a game. I mean, he had two touchdowns. Jefferson, oh, I love Justin Jefferson. Yeah, he is so good. I know. Eight for one thirty-five. Thielen had two touchdowns. I needed those touchdowns. I had Thielen in a couple leagues too. Yeah, Drew <laughs> almost beat me with those Thielen touchdowns. Oh, man. That if I had lost to Less and Frozen and Drew and Westeros, I may be playing in traffic right now. <laughs> yeah. And Chicago, <laughs> Chicago's offense is terrible. You don't start anybody but Allen Robinson. Nope. Uh, and if you get return yards, you start Cordero Patterson because he had their only 
points outside of field goals was that touchdown return. I had to start Cordero Paris Patterson in the league where I'm competing yeah. based on my weeks. Did you get return yards for him? Uh, I don't know, but he did score a touchdown, didn't he? Or my yeah, that kick return. Yeah, yeah. So I get points for that, even if I don't get the yards. But I'll take it. <laughs> um. Yeah. So my my takeaway would be that uh, Dalvin Cook was pretty modest this game compared to what he usually is. Yeah. Uh, Thirty for ninety six and four catches for six. Well, but I mean, they were doing a lot of inside running, and Akeem Hicks. He's Cook, good. Cook and Hicks, they've got a history, and it showed at the very first play where yeah. they were jawjacking each other. So They were what? They were jawjacking. Jawjacking? You've never heard of jawjacking? Jawjacking? Son, you got to get out more. Jawjacking. Or I need to get out less. I don't want to know they what jawjacking is. Um, but actually, Akeem Hicks went out of this game. He hurt his hammy, and then they were able to run it more after Hicks went out. So that was a, that was a big help. Um. I would say also that for the Bears, the running game, I mean, Montgomery isn't all that great, but without Montgomery, their running game really, really is hurting. Yeah, I mean, they had to depend on Patterson. And that's not something no. that you want to be have to do. No. He's much better as a gadgety, gadgety kind of guy. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of Patterson's uh, kickoff return, yeah, he traveled 117.3 yards of in-play distance on his kickoff return. And no defender got within one yard of him. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy. He could have ran that blindfolded, and he would have been just fine. Run, Forrest! Was, I think he's running home. They're, the Vikings... Is that boy to, dumb or something? They need to work on, I was running. <laughs> I they, just felt like running. They need to work on... They had a, they had two blocked punts last week. You don't care about this, but... Mama's day, my magic shoes. They had two blocked punts last week. Mama's they had a muffed... Go snap this week mm-hmm. on a extra point. So mm. they gotta work on that. My oh my. Yeah. Hey, last game. Alright. This was played in a monsoon. Yeah, Baltimore, New England. It was yeah. definitely uh, Alright. So Baltimore. We should have done this game first to get out of the way. <laughs> You're gonna be sad the rest of the I time. so here's the thing. Lamar Jackson got me twenty eight points, which is actually twenty maybe twenty five in, yeah. in Frozen, which is the only place I have him. Uh which was fine. Um Gus Edwards got me eleven. That was fine. JK was a no show. Just kidding. I it turns out I did start the right people between Gus Edwards and Dobbins and Ingram. Ingram was the one I benched, and okay. I think it turned out to... Well, actually, that's not true. Ingram was probably better than Dobbins a little bit. Yeah. But I started uh, Gus, which was the best one. Okay. And then our, uh, Andrews had 11 points, so that was fine. Ultimately, it was just a disappointing game by them. Mm-hmm. Um, New England, uh, my takeaway here is that they have quite the combination of running backs, which is really what Belichick wants to do. Damian Harris, 22 for 121. Yeah. And Rex Burkhead with two receiving touchdowns. And he's done that a lot of times. I know. I I would love to see Damian Harris punch one in, but that's just not his his jam. It's pretty fun watching Rex Burkhead do it, though. You know? I think that I am starting him... I bet you I had to start him in four leagues, probably. Leagues where I just punted running back hard. Mm-hmm. And Rex Burkhead is my guy, and I keep getting rewarded for it, and I shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, they only threw to five players in New England. 
Is Edelman coming back soon? I don't know. Who cares? I hope they, not. They need him. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I guess so. And James White's been disappointing, too. They don't need James White. They have Rex Burkhead. No, but James White. James White is nothing. He should be the guy. No. Not, not Burkhead. Burkhead is reliable. <sighs> he is. He's Damian, old faithful. Damian Harris is reliable. And he was he questionable, so I didn't even know if he was going to play. I had to start him, and I love him. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, great job. Hey, that's the end of the games. <laughs> All right, so now, uh, what are we doing next? <laughs> I I quickly went through all the leagues that we're in together. Okay. Um, and I didn't really look at your teams too much, but maybe you can. I probably know. Yeah. Most of on most. So of them. we are getting down to the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. Where we're getting into the playoff push. Yeah. Right? Um, so I've got it kind of broken down to how I'm doing in all these leagues real quickly. Look at that. How nice that is. That is. It's beautiful. Yeah. Are we starting with fan tracks? Yeah, but all I'm going to say about fan tracks, I have put yuck. You can see yuck right there. I am out of playoff contention in all three. So if you want to talk about how great you're doing in fan tracks leagues, you can. Um, I would love to. Yeah. So uh, in Frozen, which is our super deep dynasty. He's, he's super deep senior. He's super deep senior. Um, I have moved into first place. Nine and two. Oh um, I beat less basically on the Ravens giving me enough points, but really it was on Nuke's Hail Mary was really what it came yeah. down to. Yeah. So I beat less, thank God. Um, <laughs> so I have pulled ahead of oh, my of, of my lovely fiance, the future mother of my children. Yeah. I am at nine and two. She is at eight and three. And she's got a broken deck. She has a she broke her deck. She um, broke her deck. I love that she, team thing. It's so great. Every she, time I see that giggle, I'm like she's she was very excited about it. That's awesome. Uh, she's playing Eric this week, um, who is you know a pretty formidable opponent opponent when his team plays well and i play danny so basically if i can beat danny this week i am in the driver's seat for a first round bye yeah. i probably should have a first round bye no matter what however we still have a double matchup week coming oh, up those worry me i know well they don't worry you because you don't care at this point watch um, me win both of them but for me, you know, also my my division you know, i've got Waylon who's two and nine i can beat him easily yeah um, and then, you know, Brandon's team is good. He's got Kyler Murray um, heading things up, but I I should be able to beat him as well, I would think. So usually the double matchup weeks work out pretty well for me. Um, so, yeah, 9-2. and two and, and Kurt, you know, Kurt is one to toot my horn when I need my horn tooted. Um, and he was just telling me the other week, or telling me the other day, he's like, you know, if if you were to tell me that you were spent most of this year without Thomas and without Kittle – and you were going to be nine and two, like going in first place. I wouldn't have believed you, basically. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's come together well, but I feel like I'm limping. So we'll see. I would really like to be Danny. That's I would awesome. really like to be Danny. You know who would help me do that is Naheem Hines. We can talk about that later. <laughs> um, we'll talk about it. <laughs> we talk about we'll it. Talk about it. Uh, and then in Roman, my team is pretty much just as bad as yours. Um, yeah, we're, I, we're the uh, bottom dwellers. We are the bottom dwellers, and I think, let's see, I am in ninth place at three and seven. You are in absolute dead last at two and eight. Uh-huh. But uh, it is not the worst record gets the most dollars. It is based on winning that consolation bracket. So um, I'm, as of now, I've got Kurt also at three and seven. So 
My dark horse is Kurt. I've got 100% of his dollars, and he's got a pretty good team. He's going to yeah. get, be getting Mostert back, um, which I'm going to have in Frozen, too. So uh, hopefully he and I can make a run and get a couple of big dollars because Brandon and Joey are at the top. So. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I won't get much money from them. But I gave more players to Kurt than the other two guys also. Yeah. So I'm going to just keep thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, and then in the no iron team, which is where you draft an entire team, uh, what? Where did you say you're at? We're at the bottom. I yeah, I'm. I'm at the very bottom. One yeah. and nine. My team is terrible. Yeah. I mean, they've just. I like. I couldn't be worse. It's really actually pretty embarrassing. It's Joel, Joel is dominating. Joel and one of beer bad, uh, and then Barry is tied with one of beer. Who invited so. those guys? I know. Oh come on! It's just our kidding. It's our Love you guys. <laughs> J.K. Dobbins. One um, beer bad. So, <laughs> so, uh, so those are our. Those are our crimson. Oh, and then, and then I, oh, and then I didn't even, I haven't even looked at the chat. We got one of beer bad. Drop Dallas, pick up Carolina. Hey, Teddy. Hey, Teddy. Is this thing on? (laughs) And then the Avengers. I don't know who the, oh, wait, you're the Avengers? Yeah. Oh, and then you said, well, that was one of the teams I was debating picking up. You beat me to it, one of your bad. Apparently, I'm not even paying attention to the chat at all. So hopefully, hopefully people are just uh, managing themselves yeah. because I don't want to, I don't want to deal with it. And then does, oh, did you drop the Pats and pick up the Bengals? Yeah. Is that what that means? Yeah. In with the Cats? Okay, nice. All right, good times. Yeah, good times. Well, glad, times. glad people are making moves because I'm definitely done with it. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right, what uh, format are we doing I, next? I'm, I'm jumping over to ESPN. Okay. Uh, in Westeros, uh, this one's being hotly contested. Yes. Uh, I am in fifth. I believe you're in fourth. We're both six and oh four. Oh, my gosh. This one is stressing me yeah. out. You are in the four, in four, player, four teams make the playoffs in this one. I'm on the outside looking in right now. Well, let's also remember that this is an empire, and, yeah. I, and I won last year, which yep. means... All I need is, what do they say, chip in a chair? I need to get into the playoffs because if I win, I end this league and take that rolling pot. I don't even know how much it is, but it's a lot. My tax guy is really looking forward to it. Ooh, a trade and hustle <laughs> trade just went hustle. down. Hello. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, so you are, so you're basically battling with me for that last spot. Yeah. Now, are you preferring to get into the playoffs and have a chance, or are you I figuring would... you would rather be the top seed in the consolation? You know, I've got Mahomes. So I got a chance. You always got a chance when you have Mahomes. Right, and I've, I've got some uh, some good defense too. So I've always got a chance. Um, so I'm hoping to get in. All right. If, it, if it's at your expense, obviously I, I wouldn't be happy about it. Maybe I would. Oh, well, yeah, come on. I don't believe you. Yeah. You'll be a little bit happy. So. Um, and then. Uh, Is this for me? Yeah. Sweet. I want to see if you like it. You should read to the... Limping around like an old man here, You Dave. should read to our listeners what I got you. Dave got me a stone... Zuxavesa! Imperial stout inspired by Mexican hot chocolate. Yeah, read what's in it on the oh. very bottom. Stout brewed with chocolate, coffee, pisilla peppers, vanilla, cinnamon, and nutmeg. So it's going to have a little kick to it. It's going to be a little spicy. I'm on the edge of my seat. A spicy. Well, that's very cinnamony. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh. No, I mean, it's good. Here, you want to try it? Yeah. I don't have COVID, probably. I didn't think it would be that cinnamony. 
I can't believe you just shared a can with me. Oh, yeah, it is. It's very cinnamony. Wow. I mean, it's it's good, but you better like cinnamon. I'm not getting a lot of spice. I'm getting pretty much all cinnamon. Yeah. Which is fine. Ooh, oh, excuse That's me. Right. Okay, uh, so... look at the our Laker League. Well, wait. First of all, oh. in Westeros, so I'll just say you are playing one of the worst teams this week. You're playing Drew. Which oh, is, yeah, and I've got that too. And I am playing Joel, who is in second place. And if you recall, Joel was the team that I beat in the semifinals last year. Yeah. And the sem- the game these are two week these are two week playoff matchups, uh-huh. and the fourth to last week the first week of the semifinals last year was the year that all the good players laid an egg, and so I went into the second week of my matchup with Joel down fifty some points I think, and I ended up making up those points and winning. And I remember Thursday night of that second matchup last year he had Ra- Roquan Smith. And he got injured right away. He had one tackle and got injured. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is my window. This is my window. Like one of his best linebackers got hurt. Yep. And I ended up taking it. And then I and I got to the championship. I don't remember who I'd be in the championship. But, oh man. So his then, his guys are going to be fired up. They're gonna, This is a revenge game for them. But then next week I play Joel. Oh. So, do you know who I play after that? No, I didn't, I didn't look that far. Okay, I'm going to check. So I get Drew this week. He's 2-8. and eight, And then I get Joel. Next okay. week, so should uh, should be interesting. My computer's not going to help me out with who I'm playing, but basically, it's very it's very exciting, and uh, I'm hoping that playing against I'm hoping that playing uh, Taysom Hill really hurts him. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> oh, you know who I play in week twelve? Uh-oh. Justine, oh, the Red Woman. That's a revenge game. She beat you, didn't <laughs> yeah, she? Please, yeah, she beat me. I guess. Yeah, with all the players I traded her. <laughs> That'll be the week that Lamar Jackson goes off for 70 points. That's what you get for trying to help somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, sorry. On to no, Lakers. Okay. So Lakers are redraft. Lakers are redraft. With my friends from high school and you were grandfathered in. Yep. And uh, this is a league where I kept... Kamara, C Mac. No, I I kept C Mac and the two quarterbacks. You didn't keep Kamara? No, oh, I didn't because okay. he would have been way expensive. Okay. Uh, and then I got Barkley. Mm-hmm. Just oh, that's right. Yeah. Um. So unfortunately, they've both been out, and I've been hit with some other injuries. But I'm limping into seventh. I'm four and six, and eight teams make the playoffs. So if the playoffs started this week, I would be in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's uh, it's getting real in that one. Um, I lost to Woody this week, 147 to 119, but I had won probably six weeks in a row or something. I'm, it's, it's going to take forever to load, but I think I'm like seven and seven and three. Does that sound right? Is this week 11 we're going into? Yeah. I think I'm seven and three. It's taken a while to load, but basically my team this week, I mean, he got to face me without Mahomes, and that makes a, makes a big difference, yeah, obviously. Totally. Um, and his, his guys came to play. So I'm hoping with Mahomes back, this is also a league where I lost Dak. I had Mahomes and Dak earlier, and that really got me oh, off yeah. to a sick start. Oh, and I didn't have Julio this week either. So without Julio and Mahomes, that really hurt my team. True. So hopefully I can, hopefully I can keep, uh, keep powering through and take home. I, I'm still bitter. This was, I was in, 
a lot of championships last year, and this was one of the few that I lost. I lost to Carl in the championship last year. So nice. I would really like to make up for that. Sure you would. Sure would. Makes sure, would. sure would. Sure would. Sure would. Uh, next, I'll venture into MFL. Figured you would. Yeah. What's first, Vampire World? Vampire. Vampire. Yeah. In Vampire, Uh-oh. I hold the best record. Oh, good for you. At 8-2. and two. Okay. Yeah. So I'm... Uh, and then... If you remember listening last week, um, this league, I have three players on IR. I've got a running back, David Johnson. I've got a wide receiver, Preston Williams. And I've got a tight end, uh, Kittle. And a couple weeks ago, I had uh, somebody else on IR. So that's where I got Justin Herbert from. So I used all my money pretty much. So I bid a buck on three players to kind of bolster my team. So we'll see what happens. And then playoffs start week 14 in that league. Okay. Yeah. I lost this week. I had a I had a definite downer. Uh-huh. When Russell Wilson doesn't play well, that kind of hurts my chances. And yeah. I really need Michael Thomas to get his head out of his tuchus. You know what? Um, but I play the vampire this week. Ooh, and the vampire's been collecting And the players. vampire has won three games, which means they have stolen Mahomes, Nuke, and Kareem Hunt. So I am facing a much stronger vampire than I should have to face if people earlier in the year had done their jobs. That's so true. And then you look at a player like T. Higgins, which was a really smart pickup for the vampire in the initial, you know, that wasn't initially drafted because yeah. nobody knew he'd do what he's doing, so... I'm a little nervous to face the vampire. Um, that being said, I am in second place in my division, tied at six and four. Okay. So I'm definitely feeling like a playoff team, but um, yeah. need to need to beat the vampire. I don't know who he would take from me. I don't really have. Well, no, that's not true. He would take Kittle. For, I mean, he would take Kelsey for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. He would take Kelsey, and so. that would be a heck of a team too. Well, yeah, and that would mean that he. If he was to beat me and take Kelsey, that would mean that he is that would mean that he has stolen a player at every position. Yeah. Which is pretty epic going into I mean he wouldn't make the playoffs necessarily, yeah. but still. But then he would be in the driver's seat of getting the blood bowl or whatever it is for the whatever best, it is, sure. Yeah, the best uh vampire team. So. I, might, I might let you talk and go grab my portable charger well, so that's our fine. phone doesn't I, I die can, while this I is going. I can talk about World. Okay, why don't you talk about World? Make sure you talk about my team in a very flattering light, okay? Don't I always? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> kind of. But I'll be back. Okay, guys, if he t- says anything bad about me while I grab my charger, make sure to tell me. Like they're going to say anything. Brett, I'm counting on you, man. Like they're going to say anything. So World Empire Sorry, is... the door's loud. You got to get that fixed. BRB. BRB. Smoky in here. Yeah, it is. So World Empire, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, it's kind of a, a guillotine league. Um, where in this league, the worst team uh, after a playout uh, is gone. And all of their players go into the draft for the next year. So you have the top teams make it into the playoffs. Uh, the winner of that obviously wins the whole kit and caboodle. And then you get the bottom half of the league that's in a play out. So if you win, you're safe. But if you keep losing, eventually you're out. So it's a, a play out. Um, and uh, in this league, I am five and seven. 
That's uh, very disappointing. And also it's best ball, I should add. Uh, so it's a best ball league. Um, I am five and seven. I am third in my division. And I am most likely headed into the uh, loser's bracket, uh, the way it's headed now. Um, the playoffs, I believe, start in three weeks. Um, so if I don't do anything to right this ship, uh, I'm going to be in rough shape. Um, and Story Ralph, of life. <laughs> Story of life. Ralph is six and six, so he's got a better shot at uh, hopping into that play-in round where I would be in the play-out round. Yeah, I would love to be... Yeah, I would love to be in the playoff and have just a chance to get lucky as yeah. opposed to have to fight my way out. Because yeah. I don't – do I have – I think I do have my first this year. Yeah, you do. So that would be the only benefit if I was in the play out is I would get a better pick. Yeah. But and it is I, what it is. And I've dropped, it's a deep draft. Yeah, I've dropped three straight in that league as I'm well. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I do feel good if I do get into the play out round. I've got a, a good feeling that I'm – gonna win right away okay because there are some rough teams um drunken moose is at two and nine cairo mummies three and eight um i think that's actually rich um yes small cairo world, mummies is small rich. world problem is one and eleven fat frenzies one and ten so we do have some teams in rough shape um so i don't like my odds if i get into the Championship bracket, but in the the playout, I'm I got uh, I like my odds. Okay, so I'm playing for next year, pretty much. Sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, are we moving on to sleeper? We're moving on to sleeper. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we can start with gridiron. Sure, I like that. In that league, I am eleven and nine, and I am fourth in the division. We are in the West Division. You, me, Kurt, and somebody else. And some other loser. <laughs> and uh, that by far is the best division in all the land in Gridiron League. Um, six teams make the playoffs, and I do believe I'm sitting in six. And I'm not in first, am I? You're not in first. But I'm but, up there. I'm 16 and four. Yeah. But there's a team that's. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's. But we're all in great shape. All of us. If the playoffs start today, because I believe I, I have it on points. That being said, I'm starting Jameis Winston this week because Josh Allen is on by. So Ooh, I gotta get Burkhead into my lineup. I gotta figure out who I might start him in place of. Oh, you got Burkey? I got him! Nice. I do. I gotta get Burkhead in. He's so adorable. <laughs> you know what? He's pointy like Kirk Cousins. But in a good way. In a, he's a good what part? He's a good pointy. Let me ask you. What no, his face. What, his face. He's got a good pointy face. He's got a good pointy face. He looks like a gargoyle. Well, <laughs> well at least he doesn't play like a gargoyle. Well, that's true. LeGarrette Blunt would be a gargoyle player. Because I'm trying to think. So if Lockett, do you think Lockett's going to play? I don't know. Because if, if Lockett doesn't play, I could bump Mike Williams up into Lockett's spot with Judy and Adams. And then I could get Burkhead into my flexes. Rex in the flex. I like it. That's that's like, uh, oh, what's that song? Rex in effect. Boom shake. Um, Rex in the flex? Is rump song? shaker. All I want to do is zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. Just shake your rump. 
And then next we have. Do you think Hot- if we wrote him a letter awesome. and told him that, do you think he'd actually? Do you think he'd call into the show? Who Burkhead? Rex and the Flex. Rex and the Flex. Rex and the Flex and the Flex Flex. Rex and the Flex yeah, Flex. Awesome. Rex not. and the Flex. Anyway, um, next we've got Hustle. Okay. Um, so this Gridiron and Hustle were both. Those were the first sleeper leagues that you brought me in. Yes. Uh, we both took over. All right. Orph- orphans. Did you take over orphans in uh-huh. both of them? Okay. Yeah. So, um, mine is not doing the best in hustle, and hustle is the one. I was going to say, don't bury the lead. Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to bury the lead on that one. <laughs> that is point per carry. PPC. PPC. It's a PPC. Show. It's a PPC. Uh, and I didn't know that starting out. And so those running backs that I have are not very conducive to PPC. It it has to be you have to have running backs. That's it. It's ridiculous. You yeah. if you don't have your flexes filled with running backs, you don't stand a chance. And that's why I am four and six, and I am tenth out of twelve teams. I traded away DK Metcalf and McKinnon in this league for Aaron Jones, which was considered to be wow, what an idiot that somebody would trade Jones in for that. Any other league? That's insane. It's crazy. And I'm seeing a trade, the trade that just went through while we were here on on the uh, quote-unquote on the air. Uh, Kurt acquired Darius Slayton and a 2021 third for Kalen Balazs. And in this league, Kalen Balazs is the better side of that deal. Come on, Kurt. It's amazing. No, I'm just kidding. Kurt's not competing, so I I don't think off the top of my head. Um, but But my team right now is Brady, Edmonds, Aaron Jones, and then Michael Thomas, Mike Williams, and Hunter Henry, and then Gibson, Swift, Dobbins. Okay. It's just all all running backs yeah. all the time. Man. Like Lamb is sitting on my bench. I would not consider starting Lamb over a running back because every single time they get it. I'm watching Aaron Jones running into the back of his lineman. And I'm thinking, well, I don't care. It's a point for me. Yeah, it's a point for me. It's a point for me. It's a point for me. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so so anyway, I'm I'm five and five, and I feel like my my team should be competing. I'd like to, and this is a league where I'd like to sneak into the playoffs. Yeah. If I can, I don't know. Do you have the standings up there? But um, I don't. But I can get it real quickly. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what the. Oh, here I got it. I'm in sixth place, and I don't know how many teams make the playoffs, but I'm tied with another team at five and five, and then Chef Drew and and. Uh, some other people are four and six, including you. So yeah. it's actually only Danny and Kurt that are in eleventh and twelfth. So okay. looks like Kurt's going to end up with the. Uh... Now I wonder. That's actually interesting in a league with a point per carry. If Kurt ends up with the one one, go with the running back. Is this isn't going to be a Trevor Lawrence, even no. though it's a super flex? Yeah. He's probably going to go ETN because running backs are so important. I know. Or the smarter move for him. Let somebody trade up for ETN, sure. build a couple of other picks later in the round. Yeah. Because the, he might, if he could trade back a couple of picks, he could still get Lawrence and another pick. I mean, the possibilities Woo! are endless. But, but in this format, that first round should really be all running backs. Yep. Like any running back who is projected to be anything decent really should go before any other it's position. True. It's pretty, pretty crazy. It's true. And if it wasn't super flex, it'd be even worse. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. So All right. Next up, I'm just going. Up. What's next? We got the wire. 2K20. The wire. This is the 17 teamer. Yeah. Where the winner gets a jersey. This is awesome. 11 team entry, $11 entry, and the winner gets an authentic jersey of their choice. Of their choosing. And the commish 
has it had it all planned out exactly how much it would cost including shipping to get that jersey purchased and sent to whoever the winner is which i think is just so great it's pretty awesome um so how are you doing in this league i am five and five me too i am second in the sec division okay uh, but I'm currently out of the playoffs, so I need to make a little bit of a run uh, to bump up into the playoffs. I'm hopeful, but we'll see. I am second place in my division in the Sun Belt. I'm second place to want a beer bad, but I'm two games ahead of Gibbonator. <laughs> <laughs> now, how do you know? Now, how do you know what the play? Do is there a projected playoff bracket? Yeah, if you go into the standings, there's a, a playoff tab. At least there is on the app. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think I have that on the on the on the computadora here, but um, I'm I projected to playoffs. Could you check for me? Yeah, I'll check for you. Because right. I really felt like so my team because this is and this is a lot of starting positions, like a weird amount of starting positions. Yeah. So I look at my team and I think, man, I'm really set up. Usually I have Josh Allen, but this week it's gonna be Philip Rivers and Drew Locke. But then I've got Mark Ingram, Gus Edwards, Tanyan, DJ Moore, Mike Williams. Jonu Smith, a tight end, was a nice deep pick. Yeah, if the playoffs started today, you would be out as well. Boy, that's frustrating because I feel like my team really, with such a deep, kind of weirdly deep format and so many teams, I really felt like my team was yeah. good enough. So the playoffs start week 14, so we've got three weeks to get our acts together. Well, all right. Yeah. It's go time. And, and we should have mentioned it's also Debbie. And yeah. it was the first, yeah. I think it was the first Debbie I did. Was it your first it Debbie as well? Too. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I'm looking at, like, I got Bryce Young, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Brevin Jordan coming in next year, Devonta Smith, Trey Sanders. I got some nice little players there. Yeah. Garrett Wilson. For Garrett the, Wilson. The Ohio State University. Have you nice. seen him play this year? He's no. so good. I haven't bro. watched any college he at all. He's so good. Yeah. Is he so good? Yes, he is so good. That's what I was saying. Okay. All right, what's next? Uh, next, we've got the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. The League of Extraordinary... The League is set. Yeah. I Not poured, only for Sean Connery, but for Alex Trebek. Pour well. it a little bit out. I mean, Alex Trebek is sad, but Sean Connery's a national treasure. True. And he's the whole reason I do that voice. The League is set. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Well, may you rest in peace, Sean Connery. Yeah. You know... As men get older, they look like Sean Connery. As women get older, they look like Sean Connery. <laughs> have you ever heard that? No. It's pretty funny. That's fantastic. You know, the best things are the ones you have to tell that they're funny. Okay. I like it. Anyway, how's your team doing in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? I am four and six. Uh, however, I am sixth out of ten. Mm. And six teams make the playoffs. I am just barely in the playoffs. Okay. So... Got that going for me. I thought my team was good, but now I'm seeing that I am seven and three. I'm in third place. Barry Crimson's nine and one, and and uh, Kurt is eight and two. Yeah. Now the good news is that I'm pretty much guaranteed to go eight and three because I am playing Tudog, and, he's and he is zero and ten. Yeah. He's really terrible. So I'm not projected to win by that much, but my team's he's building for the future. My team's much better. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we'll we'll see how that goes. And Barry, oh, and Barry Crimson and Kurt play each other this week. And they're the two top dogs. Knock them around. Knock each other around. Knock them around. Uppercut. 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 Sonic, sure, you can. Sonic Boom. Oh, I love it. 
Have you watched that uh, that documentary about the video games Not on yet. Netflix? It's, it's on my list. Because I got to the Street Fighter Mortal Kombat episode, oh, and it was so good. It's so great. They're talking about how they came up with the Street Fighter characters, and I was just like, this is my childhood. Okay, anyway. I mean, the movie, though. <laughs> the movie was legit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or is it... Uh... Um, Jean-Claude Van Damme uh-huh. was Guile. Yeah, and and didn't the guy from the guy from the Adams family, Gomez, Raul Julia. he he played yeah. uh, b- uh, Bison and Bison. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh my god! Oh, memories. So good. Okay. Anyway, so that uh, is the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. The League is shit. All right, what else you got? So next we've got our Elite Fantasy Football League. That's the free one. It is a free one. Nobody really cares about. We uh, I care about it. We're both 9 and 1. <laughs> You're 9 and 1 too? Yeah, I, I got you in points. I'm first. How in the world are you beating me? My team is epic. My team is epic as well. All right. Wait, I got to look at your team. Who who like, read me off your team in this league? This is a is this the 16 teamer? Uh, this is... It is. Yeah. It's a 16-team free league. <laughs> um, by the way, speaking of our boy Tadog, he named his, his team Free League DGAF. <laughs> and in case you don't know what DGAF stands for... It means he doesn't care. He we'll doesn't just, care. We'll just say that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, well, good for you. Oh, that's really All right, good. let's hear your team. I want to hear um, your team. Yeah, so I've got... Brady at QB, uh, Rojo and DJ Dallas at running back. Um, I yeah, that's it for running backs. I've got Metcalf, Diggs, Adams, Jefferson as my wide receivers. So I'm those are they're carrying me. Yeah, and John o. Smith at tight end. Dan okay. Bailey kicker, Cardinals defense, and, and I've see- got Galladay and Reynolds on my bench. Uh, but they've been uh, they've been hurting, and I've got Sutton too. So I got I got some good wide receivers on the team. And it's a sixteen teamer, and it's a single quarterback league. This was yeah. a league where it was draft night, and I was like, oh my gosh, there's people that dropped out, and I really right. want and I really want to draft. I had some high picks. Um, my team is Justin Herbert, Antonio Gibson, Jonathan Taylor, Jerry Judy, Terry McLaurin, AJ Brown. Dallas Goddard, Rex Burkhead. I'm starting him everywhere. Uh, Justin Tucker, Tampa Bay defense, and then I've got Miles Gaskin, who I'm hoping comes back at some point because yeah. he's been pretty. He was pretty good. Calvin Ridley's injured. Debo is on by, and then I've got Kittle on IR. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I I like my team here, but you know it's a free league. So how much do you you know you True. know you know you know yeah. And it would just be my luck that in a free league, I'm, I'm killing it, you know? Right. Uh, next up, we've got Devi Devolution. Devi Devolution. Devi Devolution. In this league, Wanna Beer Bad is first. And I am second at eight and two. You are eighth at four and six. 12 team league. Yes, um, and I am, my team is okay, uh, that's, well, my team has some good pieces, but I'm really, like like many people, I'm sitting around here waiting for my, uh, waiting for my Debbie players to kick in. I'm sitting here with, uh, I've got Najee Harris, 
and I've got Brevin Jordan, and I've got, let's see, who are my other big ones? Well, Justin Ross is no longer a thing, unfortunately, but... But, uh, yeah, my team has had some moments, but I'm definitely, you know, built for the future with the exception of with the exception of Brady. In fact, I should be trying to move him, actually, to a competitor now that I think about it. This is the problem when you have 31 leagues is you don't do enough of that. Like, I if, I, if this was my only league, I would have sold him already. Yeah. Like, somebody would be buying him. He's you'd playing be, lights out. You'd be fully invested. Yes, 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 yes. And we had a trade go down. Um, Kurt acquired Spencer Rattler in this a league. Okay. Um, I initially saw it, and I forgot it was Debbie, and I was like, oh, man, that's cheap for Bosa. Nope, <laughs> Bosa's the placeholder for Spencer Rattler. Yeah, yeah. And he gave up Sammy w- uh, uh, Brett B. Uh, uh, let's see, Brett B. gave up Spencer Rattler. Okay. In exchange for Kyle Trask, quarterback for Florida, okay. and Sammy Watkins. I like it. Um, and Trask, you know, Trask is a little bit of a dark horse NFL quarterback prospect. Like, he could he could get in there and do something. And Spencer Rattler has all the talent in the world, but he's kind of a knucklehead, so yeah. you never know. You got to love those knuckleheads. Yeah, buddy. Uh, and then lastly, uh, the league we have together is Asgar. <laughs> Um, I played Danny this week. So this is the 32-teamer, right? Yeah, this is the big one. And this is the one where Askar took his ball and went home. Yeah. And then we basically restarted it yeah. is what it came down and to. And I think the majority of the teams have some kind of Askar in their name. Yeah, mine is ASS Clown 69 versus everybody. <laughs> That's my team name. I'm the Kamish Killer. The Kamish Killer. Yeah, I'm, yeah. you really pushed him over the edge. I was the one that got him kicked that out. That is very true. And then I, I went a little too far and I messaged him and then we had... Oh, yeah. yeah you, took, you did not take the high road. No, I did you, not. You did not take the that high road. That was not one of my best moments. Nope. Not your proudest moment. But I digress. But you digress. Um, I am in 19th place at 5-5. Five and five. I am in 13th place at 6-4 and four and 8 teams make the playoffs. Um, I, I will say I got a win this week and I, but I was playing against Danny and he had two empty spots in his starting lineup. Okay. So I did post a message saying, so are we allowed to just start nothing in this league? Because they have made clear there is an anti-tank tanking clause and Danny is half in charge of this league. And yet here he is starting empty spots and it's a little bit shady because he's clearly trying to get the top pick. Clearly. But um, I just don't respect – I don't respect the game, to be honest. Like, if you want that top pick, do it the right way. Right. You trade off your best assets for IR players, for, for, for injured players, for players that are young and not doing anything yet, and then, or for picks. You get the best performing players out of your lineup. Yeah. You don't sit here and, you know – I mean, if you're going to quote-unquote tank, at least do it the right way. Right. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, in the worst, we'll we'll take a break and we'll do one yeah. more mini set because I do have a couple questions for you. I like Philosophizing. But really quick before we take a break, I'll mention the worst fantasy football league in the world where I came in and I have sold off a lot of pieces. Basically, want that number one. I actually won this week. Get out. And I did not want to win this week. Yeah. I won by a handful of points. How in the world did this guy lose to me? I don't know. I'm still one game back. And I would still have the lowest points even if I tied with anybody. But I don't want to win. I have traded off anybody who's any good other than Josh Allen. Stop 
getting me wins I don't want to win. That's so great. All right, we're going to take a little break. We're going to come back for a third segment. This is a special night for all of you folks to your trips I right with I told you we got a lot It's a long one. It. It's a big one. I told you. I'm full of that cinnamon beer. Word. All right, we'll be back. You like it? <laughs> That's probably enough, right? So good. <laughs> all right, that doesn't get just psyched up. I don't know what does. Oh, one of my best ideas all day. All right, so admittedly, uh, Dave, I did not write down my ideas for um, for the philosophical questions. Philosophical um, questions, but uh, so I've got one, and then I might think of the other one. I had a really good one, and I didn't write it right, down. Right. So let me start you off with this. So end of the season. End of the end of the regular season, going into the playoffs, yeah. and even playoffs for that matter. If you're competing, obviously your goal for waiver wire pickups is make your team as good as possible to win. Yeah. What about long term? What do you think about in terms of waiver wire pickups in a dynasty league? Oh, I just thought of the other question I had oh, for you, by the way. Okay. <laughs> um, in honor of uh, a new fan, we have J Man. J-Man. Um, J-Man, yeah. All right. I just thought of it. But anyway, we'll do this one first. So, Dynasty League, end of the season. Let's say you're out of it. What do you think about in terms of end of the year waiver wire pickups? You know, I've actually, <clears throat> in one league, I, I picked up a bunch of young guys and tried to hoard them. You know, it was a, a deep league. And thought, you know, what the hell? I'll see if any pop next year. You know, free agency, players retire, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if, if I have room on my team, um, you know, maybe my team was bad because of injuries. So I got to wait for my guys to heal so I don't have room to pick anybody up. But if I have enough room, I'll take a gamble on some young guys. Why not? 
Mostly they would be wide receivers, though. Yes, yeah. that's what I was going to say. So running backs are typically already held because the guys who flash and get opportunity, they, they get picked up pretty yeah. quick. But wide receivers, like a, like if you're talking about not very deep leagues, yeah. a guy like Brian Edwards, yep. for example. So like with our original empires, Roman and, and the Emperor League back in the day, a guy like Brian Edwards wouldn't be able to be held because it wasn't deep enough and he yeah. wasn't doing anything. So end of the year, I would try to pick up those guys and have them sitting there because I was looking at who might get their opportunity opportunity next year. I remember in Emperor, I picked up Jordan Reed at the end of one year. I think he may have been hurt. Yeah. And I thought, well, he's going to come back and be a monster, and I want him sitting on my team. I don't want to have to deal with drafting him. I want to have right. him on my team already. I think I did the same thing with Kittle when he was first maybe flashing because oh. he was not a big prospect coming out. No, he wasn't. Um, and so I, I did the same with him. So you're right. It en- ends up being tight ends and wide receivers, mm-hmm. and it's harder the deeper the league is. Yeah. But uh, any guys who have a uh, – any guys who might have any sort of window into being good, you would pick up. All right, so totally. then – sorry, what? Totally. Oh, okay. So here's my main question. Inspired by J-Man – who I don't even remember what league I'm in with him, but he every so often <laughs> slides into my DMs and asks me advice on one of his teams. Shout out, J-Man. Um, and so J-Man was talking about how he's mainly in redraft and he wants to get involved in more Dynasty. Yeah. And, I was, and I was just kind of quickly going through why I thought, man, you are missing out if you don't do more Dynasty. So here is my question for you, Dave. This is our final question of the night. This right. is Philosophizing 101. You Double ready for Jeopardy. this? Let's go. Why? Di- let me. Well, well, let me start with this: dynasty or redraft? <laughs> I know that's a dumb question. It's dynasty. Dynasty's better. Yeah. Okay. So my question is: Why is dynasty better? Make the argument for me. I'm putting you on the spot. Why oh. is dynasty superior to redraft for anybody who has not dared to get into the dynasty realm yet? In redraft. You get them for one year, right? You, you only have a vested interest in them for that year. You don't care what they do next year. You draft a lot of veterans. You know, it's just a one year. It's a one-hit wonder. Guys who are already performing. Exactly. Yeah. Dynasty, you are the GM. It is your team. It's the ownership. It is your baby. You get to draft this team... And you get to mold it. He's cradling. Oh, I am. It's he's like a, cradling like a, his team like right now. Baby. He is supporting it. the head. So, yeah, you gotta support the head. You gotta support the head, and yep. he is he is suckling it right now at his teat. <laughs> at, at his football knowledge teat right now. I'm tickling its nose with my tassels. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so yeah, you. Oh, don't let me forget. I got to reveal the mystery phrase too. Oh, okay, good. Okay. So, so because you did not, you did not say it. So. You are invested in Dynasty. You have draft picks to mess with, not only in the current year, but in the next year as well. You can spend draft picks to get better players. You can, you can trade players to acquire more draft picks. The possibilities are endless with Dynasty. For directions you can take yes. your team. It's, it's Roster construction strategy. You can win right away. You can choose to build for the long term. It's and then I uh, don't even get me started on Empire, you know, Emperor and all that. Just talking about straight dynasty. 
It's your team. You are the GM. Yeah. Stole my mask. I stole my gator on. Oh, I thought I spit on you. No, I didn't realize I stole my, <laughs> my, I stole my gator so on. So that's, that's my – I've actually had this conversation with a guy I work with. He's like, why are you in so many leagues? I'm like, well, I want all dynasty leagues. He's like, what's dynasty? And then I had to explain to him. He's like, that sounds pretty cool. How often have you made trades in a redraft league? Not very often. Because and, it's so short. It's a sprint. Yeah. It's a sprint. It is. And, a di- and dynasty leagues are a marathon. Where you have a long term, you could have a long term plan that you need time to work it out. Yep. Like the league, I, I guess I didn't say it earlier, so I traded Michael Thomas in a league. It's that oh, yeah. it's that one quarterback league. I took over the orphan a couple of years ago, and I just can't get my feet out. I can't get my feet under me. Like yeah. I just every decision seems wrong, and I was like, I got to get what I can for him right now. And I ended up trading uh, Michael Thomas and Henderson. For DJ Chark, 2021 first, 2021 second, and a 2022 first. Okay. And I thought, you know what? That's like that's what I need to do in this league. Like, you know, and the guy who got Thomas is super excited about it. So when you aren't used to being able to trade future assets and open up a whole nother a whole nother world of of things to acquire, you just you don't even yeah. understand. So like I traded in my redraft this year, I got Thielen for Mixon. You know, it's it's you know trades like that. Like in in a uh, dynasty, that trade might not happen. It also way. changes the values of positions. I mean, yeah. in in redraft, running backs are king. Yeah. Because if you have a running back who's getting all the work, they are the dominant position. If you've got Kamara right you've now, you've got Kamara. Redraft, you're loving it. You're set. But if you're in a dynasty, that's not necessarily the most valuable thing because yep. their shelf life is just not mm-hmm. as long. It's true. Um, and so you know, and just people have so many different strategies. I feel like most people's redraft strategies can be pretty comparable. Yeah. But in dynasty, it's completely different. Like so. if you look at it this way, if you look at a redraft. Every draft you look at is exactly the same. All these players go first. They go in the same spots. Same spots. In uh, a draft for a dynasty, it depends on what the strategy is. Uh, Those drafts are going to be different every single time. And the the idea of a rookie draft, Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't know about rookies the same way I do now Uh before I did dynasty. And I know more, even more about rookies now that I've gotten into Debbie even as recently as I have now. Word. Um, and then I was going to say that, um, uh, nope, it may be gone. That's okay. That's the end of the night. It okay. Happens. So at this point in the night, do we want to start? So if the other person has not said the mystery phrase, do we want to, do we want to start ha- like, do you want me to overly clue you into it to see if I can get you to say it or you want me to just reveal it? Why well, I have you, did you try? Oh, I tried hard. Did and you? you will see when you listen back. Yeah, just tell me. Rex Burkhead? Rex Burkhead? Oh, oh Rex Burkhead? Rexy, you're so sexy. Sexy Rexy! Meow, 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 meow. That was the term, sexy Rexy. You know what? Because I was hung up on Damien Harris. And I, I know, you kept going to Damien Harris. But then you brought it back. Did you we notice about... how many times I mentioned Rex Burkhead? When we're talking about uh-huh. good arm and muscle, yeah. 
every time oh, I could. Shit. Every time I could. So you did not say sexy oh. Rexy. So we are now two weeks in a row of doing the mystery phrase. Yeah. And I didn't say yours last week and you didn't say mine I, last week. I know exactly what I'm going to say next week. Do you? Do. You have it ready I to go? Okay. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm on the edge of my seat. Man. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was a good one, right? Because, it was, yeah. Because it was not an automatic, yep. but I could have easily seen you saying it. Yeah. Oh. And I tried so hard. You did. Now that I, I tried yeah. so hard. When you listen back, you're going to hear how many times you I mentioned said Rex Burkett. Rex in the flex. I kept saying it. <laughs> I kept saying the things that rhymed with Rex. Rex in the flex. Oh, you tried. Over and over again. Gosh. And you still didn't say it. Man. That's okay. Well, good on you, though. That was a valiant effort. I, I thought it was a pretty good effort. I appreciate awesome. that. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. And yours last week was good, too. It's yeah. fun to listen back and be like, oh, my God, he mentioned Rex Burkett <laughs> so many times. <laughs> All right, everybody. We're going into week 11. So good luck uh, with your squads. Hopefully you are either uh, getting some solid trades done looking into next year or you are getting ready for the playoffs. Making either way, playoff good. Push, baby. Either way, good luck. And yeah. we hope that we can be a little bit helpful in that effort. Danny, set your lineups. Set your lineups, Danny. Except in Frozen, you can leave those yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> and wait, what was I going to say? We will try to do better next week. That's the one. This yeah. is Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. I was Dave. And we will see you next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye!